There we go. Oh. Greetings, wayward travelers. Come on in. Take a seat. And welcome to the Ecrium Expeditions. I'm your dungeon master, Logan Hanley, here to spin you and the adventurers you see before you a yarn through the lands of Ecrium. Before we get started, we got a few different shout-outs and announcements to go through. The first being Brianna Flame, amazing, amazing graphic designer and TTRPG player, game runner, all that amazing thing. She did the overlays for the Ecrium Expeditions uh, that you can see here today. Next, Asoteric. The amazing cartographer who brought the lands of Ecrium to life. Uh, you can see his stuff right here behind me and, and other projects that I'm doing. There we go. I had to fix one thing. Um, and then uh, Del, the amazing artist. I keep saying uh and then Adele, and now I keep thinking of Adele. Um, but no, Adele, uh, amazing artist who does all of the character art for the show. She did all of our characters and is amazing to work with and incredibly awesome. So check them out and all that good stuff. Um, and then last but not least, Adrian Von Zeigler, the amazing composer, music genius, who is the ambiance for all of the music in game. Um, you can thank Ronan Fox to, for introducing me to his compendium of over 400 songs for like the really good price of 50 bucks. So head on over to his, um, what is it? SoundCloud, something like that. I think I have the links, the links in there. Uh, head on over there, Bandcamp, there we go, um, to check out his music. Uh, on to our sponsors, we have Umbral Oculus Dice, uh, who are the amazing... Oh, I usually do Dragon Rock first, but that's fine. Umbral Oculus Dice, amazing purveyor of the arcane die. Um, Taryn Hackett, the amazing Eden, brings dice from beyond the veil for you to have at your table. And today we will be giving away... Ooh, I gotta set that up. Um, this beautiful little... Do you? Does it have a name? Okay. It's well, called the episode two. The episode what? two dice with a flower in it. Dice. Well, no, now is going to be named uh, Eden's BB. Eden's um. BB. Ed Eden's <laughs> BB. Not even baby. BB. Um, Eden has multi-class into a gunfighter and uses BB. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next, uh, Dragon Rock RPG design. Daniel Lieberman. Renee Beauregard, bringing unique and creative content to the TTRPG community. Whether it's writing their own content or collaborating with other creatives, their goal is to bring their extensive experience and expertise to any material that they work on. Uh, you can see Daniel working with myself on some of the Ecrium uh, homebrew stuffs every once in a while on my Twitch channel. And then obviously Renee is here playing Perrin. Um, next, uh... Adventures in 3D. There we go. I forgot to type one up for them. But my friend Richard, amazing, amazing um, developer and creator, dungeon master um, of 3D minis. We're going to be you potentially starting to use and see some of his uh, more unique designs at the table as I've gone through and wish listed like 30 different minis uh, and now have restructured the whole campaign to surround those. Um, but yeah, we'll see some of his stuff. Uh, and then last but not least, the Initiative Order. Uh, TO is a collective of passionate TTRPG players and creators that want to help the community thrive and grow. Their main goal is to explore and experience all different types of gaming systems while creating an inclusive community for all of our players and viewers. 
Um, so check them out. I believe they're going to probably start their October um, community community games sometime in the near future. So check out check them out for that. Uh, as well as pretty much everybody here is in a show or has played on TO at one point or another. Um, and I'm sure they will speak extensively on that themselves. Uh, but yeah, before we go to our introduction, let's hear from the players. Um, starting with Eden. Bye. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Taryn Hackett, also known as Val Root across the socials. Uh, generally creative human and TTRPG performer. I am also a GM over on the Initiative Order on every other Sunday. I GM as the keeper of a cult divinity lost homebrew campaign called Far Realms, where I lead a group of the lost through mind-bending adventures where they begin to question everything. And it's my lifeblood. Uh, I am also in the initiative order every Monday as Peggy Sue James uh, in our Fallout uh, Vault campaign, which is also super fun. And then I am the creative behind Umbral Oculus Dice, Hilo underscore Dice on the Instagram. Link in bio for merch and dice in my shop. Uh, Utihime. Hi guys, I'm Brianna, um, but many of you guys know me as Utihime, um, cosplayer, streamer, um, and TTRPG performer. You can catch me on the socials of the medias at Utihime Cosplay on Facebook, Instagram, here on Twitch, where I occasionally stream. I'll probably be trying to stream a little bit tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And also Brianna DaCosta on Twitter. And if you want to catch me in um, some other shows, uh, like our Eden mentioned um i you can catch me as well as ash the super mutant on vault our fallout um ttrpg on the initiative order and that's 6 30 p.m pacific time on mondays and then you can catch me um other than here on that underscore d'angelo's channel uh for tayar which is a political themed uh dnd uh game so that one is uh becoming very spicy so definitely uh tune in for that um i play a paladin in that one which is a lot of fun and uh yeah stay tuned there's going to be an announcement about a new campaign i will be joining on the creators assemble channel and um that one is called agents of nyx so that's going to be premiering october 8th so stay tuned Ronan. Hey, what's up? I'm Ronan Fox. Uh, you can find me at Ronan Fox on all the socials. Uh, I am a world builder, writer, TTRPG performer. Uh, I play in the far realms that Taryn mentioned, uh, getting the wits scared out of me. I am helping write Tayar, uh, some of the back end stuff of that. So that is exciting. Uh, and I will be rejoining Twitch uh, a week from today, actually. Um, so I'm going to go back to Twitch, where I'm going to be exclusively world building uh, my campaign slash novel setting of Valandrica, which is a very extensive project that I'm undertaking. So join me there. Hell yeah. Um, and before, Art will be hopefully joining us soon. Um, got some work stuff running late, but last but not least for right now renee hello everyone my name is renee beauregard you can find me at dragon rock rpg on twitter at dragon rock rpg design on instagram where me and my 
compatriot and best friend Daniel Lieberman create 5e supplements for D&D. Very soon we will be releasing our newest suite and I am happy and excited to announce that those will be a suite of warlocks. Uh, I am excited to get you guys all of these fancy warlock creatures uh, or subclasses, I should say. One does come with a creature. That'll be fun. Um, and uh, I'm also uh, a dungeon. I, well, I'm the dungeon referee for Mythical Melee, a quarterly uh, special event that we host over at the Initiative Order. Uh, this month, uh, August 23rd coming, uh, we will be hosting the next Mythical Melee. And that one is called Comics Collide, where a series of different comic book characters across multiple different, uh, well, I think the two, and the main two, Marvel and DC have been decided, but uh, entirely not connected characters will be going head to head as built by Daniel Lieberman and myself. Um, I'm excited to see what happens and who comes out on top for that. Uh, so stay tuned and keep your eyes out on the initiative order for more information on that. Um, without further ado, Mr. Logan, I believe it's time to play some Dungeons and Dragons. It is. Uh, so let us get into our next installment of the Ecarium Expeditions. As I click things. Also, put barefoot in chat for a chance to win dice. Our story began with a man waking blearily up from another night of study and contemplation. This man, Professor Hale, after taking a moment to gather himself, heads out of his storage closet abode into the tavern below. There, he's greeted by two, two of his companions, Haku and Keth, who hail him and offer him breakfast, a slop of sorts that is uh, not really to the professor's taste. While, while eating breakfast, professors informed two new visitors to Le Imite, a goblin sitting in the corner, ordering food and tinkering with a bottle of alcohol and a series of vials. 
across the board or bar. A young woman with elf-like features sits staring intuitively at the professor, attempting to investigate whether or not this human in particular also has pointy teeth, while simultaneously growing a miniature forest on the tavern's table. The three, uh, soon to be identified as Kaiden, or Kaiden, Kaiden, Eden, and Art, continue their conversations and small pleasantries uh, as they begin to meet and intermingle uh, before a flurry of blue, a whirlwind of aquamarine tempest comes running into Le Mute, hand over mouth, barely getting out of the words, where is the bathroom, as Finara Valar storms upstairs to puke into the good professor's closet abode. In strums her brother. Cool, calm, collected. Lute in his hand, singing gleefully to the resounding reverberations of Fenara's upchucks. After some confusion, um, the two Oh, gosh, I mixed up where all my notes were. Uh, the pair introduce themselves as Perrin and Fenara, where in more pe pleasantries and conversations take place between the five newcome patrons of Lea Imite. As the chaos subsides, because we're not getting into everything that happened, Perrin and Fenara inform the barkeep, Kaya, that they were told by their father to seek out Umber. After some confusion on Kaya's part, the two were let down into the cellar meeting chamber below the tavern. The pair met a shifter who they thought was Umber, later to identify as Aifa, who works with Umber and had connections to their father. Some mild reminiscing occurs before Aifa attempts to figure out the pair's purpose in Swega. They seek adventure and to explore the world. Seeing this as an opportunity, Aifa presents the two with a job, and is soon cut off by Kaiden, Eden, and Art all storming into the office with Kaya in tow, exclaiming that she tried to stop them from coming down. The crew assembled, and after Aifa talks vigorously with herself, the job is given. A warehouse belonging to the Scar Harriers has gone dark. An anticipated attack may have taken place. The party is to investigate the warehouse and ensure the safety of precious cargo and resources to the Scar Harriers. With this information and directions to the warehouse, these five strangers begin their journey out of Le Imite and into the city of Swega. The five of you, as you guys are heading out, very briefly hear the call of Kaya as she yells for Art to come back inside. Uh, the door open, Art and Kaya going back and forth. There seems that with the inclement weather that has soon been approaching, a storm is gathering, and there's a leak in the roof of Le Imite, and only one goblin brave enough to fix it. So, with Art scurrying inside with a task, another task, uh, the four of you remain on the street, map in hand, and a job awaiting. What would you like to do? Kiki, do you know exactly where this place is? I can't read maps. Um, I, I believe that he that said name. his name is Hale. Eden. Well, that one's not much better either. Um, are you sure that's one you want to go with? 
for now, yes. I'm still gonna call you Kiki, but do you know where? I assumed. Do you know where we're going? Because that person's staring funny, and I don't really like it. I haven't spent. I've, spent a, I've been here a couple of days, but I, I don't. I don't explore cities. That's not what I do. So no. But we have a map, and I can read maps. Right. So if Tall, if if Tall Daughter can stoic wants to let us know where we're headed, as we make our way through based on whatever common sense he has then perhaps I don't think we'll get to where we're supposed to go can you not see the map from that you should lower the map that's really rude of you to bombard the map and not show people oh oh um parent do you want me to lift you up again so you can uh, see clearly I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure uh, and oh, he okay. will like start climbing up Fenara's back and under her uh in like a piggyback position so he can like look over her shoulder and read the map okay um right so uh they said that we've got to go down to the uh where where, where are we going again it was, it was some kind of house where um, they have wares or something i didn't catch the wait, name was it near some docks oh um what's the dock oh um, boy it's an area where, um, you know, ships, they, they, you know, in order to um, unload, you know, the people and um, different shipments and things, it's just like um, land, but, you know, like a, like wooden, wooden flat area. So it's not, you know, like people have to go trek through ocean and get things wet, get their clothes or the, or the shipment, you know, it's to keep it, everything dry. And then you just go across and you're there. That's good because water's pretty evil, but we can all follow you guys as long as we're not getting in the water. I promise, water's not really evil. I think that you're confusing well, it with storms. Storms can be kind of dangerous sometimes, but you know, the ocean is beautiful. It's really no, beautiful. Water uh, wants to eat me and, have, <laughs> and starts walking idea. without direction. I have an idea for expedition uh, for future reference, Eden. And he's going to take out a notebook, the, the really crummy looking coloring book one. And he's going to take a page out and rip it here. Just as opposed to asking every time you don't know something, just write it down and we'll ask it at the end of the day. Because okay. I have a feeling that's a lot of things. Okay. Now, uh, is Ooh. the map, does the map have, a, is it marked or is it, does it show the destination? Uh, it's more of the Google Maps, like, road by road. But, I mean, there is, like, a brief map that's, like, okay. directionally which way to kind of go. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You must be confused. It, I, you have to go older than Google Maps. This is a map quest situation okay. for those go. of us who recall that situation. <laughs> oh, Ask wait. Jeeves. Oh, wait. So we don't have yeah. a Garmin? We can't afford a Garmin to to, to direct us in, in the. No, oh, you're wearing I'm, I'm your garments. A... What's wrong with you? Uh, don't start right, saying. Stop saying words. Garmin. Eden's gonna get confused. All right. As soon as you, ha Eden already has like a like she's like taken out like this kind of like she's grown like a red vine out of the ground and like sharpened it and she's already writing just a list. Uh, so she's just walking writing things down on this paper as she's walking we we need to go this way follow me and, uh, uh, he does not see that and continues to walk straight 
And then right. uh, Fanar will kind of um, link arms with Eden. If you don't mind, I just, I don't want you getting lost. Um, you know, that, my brother usually does this with me when I, I got to get a little off path. That's a good We have to keep her on the straight and narrow or else she'll just get lost listlessly. What? Okay. Well, let that known too. She's <laughs> just like... Yeah, remind me, and then she, the Fenara's pointing at the notebook, remind me to, to, to explain the ocean, and I'll have to take you and show you that the, it's not going to eat you. There's things in the ocean that'll eat you, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. That is okay. Writing that down, too. Ocean wants to eat me. Okay. I'm walking just... towards whatever direction. Yeah, it we're following. Right. We're, follow um, we're following you now that I have, like, Eden in tow. It's... Yeah. It's easy enough um, following the actually no give me a survival with advantage whoever's whoever's leading the way <laughs> that's hail for hail. sure <laughs> yeah give me a survival with advantage hail let's do it I'm gonna make you make a roll since I only made you guys make one roll last game so <laughs> well one of those was a one the other one was a seven so oh. nine total nine total oh. all right so it takes Great. you um thankfully you guys have you do have directions it, it's just going to take you significantly longer than it normally would have as using MapQuest does um they would shut up it's like it's like uh hale's trying to to read it and then like the kids are yelling in the back so he has to turn around and tell him to shut up and then he misses his exit uh <laughs> well turn this party around uh you that but no, you guys have to constantly stop because like Eden gets distracted by seeing like her third dwarf uh, in a row and like little things like that. Um, but you guys eventually make it to this warehouse going through the main kind of thoroughfare of Swaygut, which isn't all that impressive by uh, the standards of like probably Perrin and Fenara. Eden, you've never seen anything like it. It's a bustling kind of like metropolis. People are um, handing off goods for money. Um, all that kind of stuff. But to, to Perrin and, and Finn, this is very, like, ramshackled and and kind of poor and, and not very well-kept in terms of the quality of things, uh, shops and things that you've, you, you're you used to at the Oasis. Um, but you make your way through the town center toward the wharf, which at that point you can point out the docks to Eden. Um, oh, see, this is, this is what... I was telling you about the docks right here. So you see how it leads out into the ocean, but it's not all the way in there. It, it stops. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's how people unload the things inside they of the ships. What the... Not in the water. Like they take it and put it on the land, but the dock leads out into the ocean so they can take things safely onto the land. That yeah. seems like... What's the thing whenever you say something, but it doesn't make sense? Because um, it sounds, you said that it is safely, but if you're on the wall, it's not safe. Well, again, we, we don't have time for me to show you the ocean, but remind me to do that later when we, we're not occupied and having to look out for, and then Fanara's going to be looking out to try to see if there's anybody who looks shady in the surrounding area. Yeah, I would have stopped probably like once I know like once I get a visual of it, I'm not gonna like walk up to it. Like yeah, I, she kind of stops mid sentence yeah, stop. when she says that to look. Yeah, about okay, about um, twenty feet down the road from it, from the warehouse, or yeah. from the okay, mm -hmm. Just yeah, so we you can guys... kind of make a plan. 
you guys can continue moving on. And the warehouse, uh, once you get out of the kind of Tafub Wharf area and into Little Skig, it's very much um, like taller apartment buildings, like style buildings where they're several stories tall. Um, but you guys can pick out the one one of the many warehouse style buildings that are there. Um, the directions kind of lead right to it, but you're maybe about a couple blocks out. You see a very kind of like barn style uh, warehouse, thatched roofs. It looks maybe about 30-ish feet tall, 30 to 40 feet tall. Um, the only windows that you can see on it from this direction where you're looking kind of straight at it are in the front and then on the like very, very top ringing around right below the roof. There are a set of double doors flanking either side of these uh, larger windows that look into what lies behind well, the doors. Do, Ooh, you, do you want to see in there? As she just blatantly points at the building. Just, yep, yeah, just, just, just. Why? What, what are you suggesting? I can look in there real quick if you want. How? And she does the little like hand becoming grim thing again as like white hair starts to sprout and the face grows and then her arm kind of falls off and regrows. Um, Grimmy buddy, would you do me a favor? Will you climb up over there to that window and look in for me? She points again. Be careful. You know, I'm not gonna get used to that whole like her arm turning into. No, that's that's never going to be a, a, a like uh, an an absolute regular thing that I'm gonna accept as as normal. I mean, it's it's normal for her, but it's just a little bit different for what we're used to. Oh, it's relative term. Of really good hearing. Okay. That's, oh, that that comes in handy. It really I'm, does. I'm glad to hear that. Oh. Okay, well, so you got this screaming and she does like little scritches and yeah. then like And then hops off your hand and just skitters all the way to the window, hops up, and kinda of starts peeking inside and you can see him on his on his hind legs. As he's peering in, Eden will just kind of reach out and like grab Finn's like arm and then her eyes just kinda of glaze over black. Uh, as she is looking through Grimm's eyes to see what she sees. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check, please. That's an 18 on the die. Oof. Plus a six. Note so self, make everything magical darkness. So that While that's happening, is going to be like, kind of like on the sly pointing like is is parent still on Fenara's shoulder oh yeah <laughs> yeah so like she's gonna be pointing i am like kind of like hear you and eyes I can't see, so. she's just pointing like kind of like because her eyes are all black and she's a little nervous like like she's not sure if she needs to help her or like what's happening Ooh. it's some sort of magic if if she's doing it herself then she's fine don't 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 fine. stress it's herself a, it's a yeah transference of, of sorts. She's seeing what that thing sees. Okay. I was I was trying not to say it too yet because she can hear. But... Can't hear oh, shit. She... Can't... <laughs> <laughs> right, um, we shouldn't we shouldn't talk too loudly now, right? Should we? 
everybody's starting to look at the the, the blue lady with like three different people stacked on no uh, <laughs> but no looking through the window you can see a uh, a nice kind of like entryway there's an, a table that goes along um, like comes out from the back wall in a kind of L shape across uh, on one side of the wall and like on the wall that you're looking oh god words slow down um through the window, you can see chairs lined in front of you and up against the left wall. Looking in and to the right, you can see a, another set of double doors, much like those of the entryway. Uh, behind the desk, there's a chair, but other than that, it's pretty bare, pretty plain. Um, and with like a 20 frickin' million that you get, uh, there is a layer of dust settled over that that countertop, that the desk. And there's nobody in there, like, in, actively moving around this, or anything? In this uh, kind of entryway? No. No, it's only maybe about, like, 15 feet wide by, like, 20-ish feet, 30, like, 20, 25 feet across. Is there, a, like, so there's a door leading into just, like, another area further back? And does it... Okay, yeah. Uh, Eden will just start saying all of this out loud um, to them uh, suddenly and she's just describing what she sees but like in Edenese so it's like there's some doors in this dusty desk table thingy with a chair and there's a bunch of other chairs and then there's a door that goes places probably um, but there's nobody in there so we're probably good to just walk in <laughs> And then Eden, Eden will kind of like come back to herself. Uh, Grimmy. She's kind of like motioning for Grim to come back. Uh, Master Perrin, have you ever broke into a place before? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I have not actually. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm more about being places i'm not supposed to be while they're open um okay. less about getting into places that i'm not supposed to be when they're not open my he's really my good skills at are, my skills are mainly academic i could get oh. in there oh i are are you sure i could um oh well just wait one moment, because um, you know I'm just a little concerned about us progressing forward um, hastily. Um, if if you can hold my hand, and and Perry, can you hold my other hand for a moment? Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and uh, she reaches on. up to take Perry's hand, and then she holds Eden's. And um, she closes her eyes, and for a moment, you see where um, her aquamarine bracelet seems like it's it's kind of shimmering a little bit, glowing a bit. And um, basically, um, she's kind of like whispering to herself, and you kind of hear where she's like, Avandra, please protect these people. She's just kind of like praying, and then she's making sure that the um, emboldened bond is is activated. For, okay. Uh, Karen and Eden. Uh, okay. Cool. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, and I have played with a piece 
cleric because my sister plays one in our home game. As long as Eden and I are within 30 feet of each other, we get a D4 to attack rolls, ability checks, saving throws. It's like a close range um, bless. Kind of, yes. But if I like, if either of us go outside of that 30 foot range, we no longer get that bonus. Gotcha. Good. Awesome, awesome. Okay. You should be all set now. Just, you what? know, it's always good to say a little prayer, you know? Okay. Thank you, dear. And like, Perrin gives her like a kiss on the knuckles and then she turns to uh, Eden. So, uh, what kind of entry are you going to make for us? Well, what I could do is I can turn into like this really big thing and just kick the door down. Uh, 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 professor, I don't... <laughs> I don't... Uh... Oh, did y'all want to be quiet? At least initially. Oh. So we know what we're dealing with. That would probably be the, be the best idea. You don't want somebody to come out and just slit your throat right away when you enter in the building. They can't hurt me. <laughs> huh. Uh, right. Um, so, uh, I, could you get, uh, give me just a minute? Um, and Perrin's just going to like take a look around and see if there are any like entryways that are that is not a door. That's not a door. Okay, so um, doing a quick case around the building, uh, the windows that are up on like the, like what would be like, I guess like sunlights, but not really sunlights, but like the, the high tier windows go all the mm -hmm. way around uh, until they get to, you know, including the back. Uh, and then in the back, there is a double, like a, um, like a carriage service door almost. So like giant double barn door, like barn uh, style doors. Okay. Um, are any of the windows open? Uh, huh. I would say there's one in the back above the window, or above the um, kind of back right-hand side of the, the warehouse. Okay. Not directly under the doors, a little bit to the... All right. Look at it, um, it be your left. Or actually, I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go over to the barn doors and I'm just going to give them like a like a test pull and see if they have any give. Uh, give me a slide of hand real quick. Sure. You're trying to do it like a little love like you're trying to do a little love tap type thing. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm just trying to see if it'll if if it'll move, right? Like mm -hmm. if it's barred or not. Uh, great. Thank you. I'm real Oculus uh, for a 9. Wait, 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 wait. But the wait, Oh, D4. Close, are close, you yeah. Are you going to follow him all the way around? I imagine you would. But uh, yeah, it's we'll, Eden. It's Eden we'll that has to stay. Oh, it's Eden, Eden that has to stay. I mean, going forward. So. Yeah, Eden will probably follow okay, just because together. Eden's like pretty nonchalant oh. about the whole thing. That's an 11. An 11. Okay, so you give it <laughs> that little bit of a love tap. Um the door jars for a minute like or like for like a second where it like gives that little like but it feels like you can continue to pull those those doors open uh Perrin just kind of like 
looks back at everyone and says, well, we happen to have a very accessible entry point here without any concerns for locks or breaking in. We just kind of have to stay as quiet as possible. Okay. Understood. I under, understood. <clears throat> All right. Um, and so Perrin is going to uh, set himself in in like a sort of, I guess you could say like a, a Ronan would know this better than anybody, but like that like firm karate stance, but with like the um, like a, with the handles of the barn doors like in a rower, hand. like a rower. Yeah, and then get ready to pull the doors as forcefully and quietly as possible. Okay. Power stance. Yeah, go ahead and give me a stealth check then. Stealth check. Thank you. With a D4. Thank you, sis. No problem. That is significantly better. The Umbral Oculus dice gets to stay. Uh, That is a 1921. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get to do this. Hopefully this works. Yeah. Don't fuck me over Streamlabs. As I'm going to show you some things as you can quietly open it enough for even like the broadest shoulder of the four of you to enter. And you can see I'm going to move some things around now as we are on the map. I'm going to be doing a lot of wiggling. All right. So we have Perrin, you're in first. All right, you're in right over here. I imagine you're going to duck in really quick. Who's second and third and fourth? What's kind of the marching order? I believe it was Aiden, and then I would definitely be, like, right near where Aiden is, okay. I believe. Everybody else going through, go ahead and give me stuff checks as well, please. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys uh-huh. can all kind of get cool. right into this. Dirty 20. Back corner. Hale, you want to be in the back? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a 21, so, you know, one-to-one. Who knew that sneaking around to get Mama's desserts would come in handy? I just gotta be really quiet or my deities get real angry. Oh, your your deity sounds... 21, dirty 20. Hale, how'd you do? Oh, I got a two. Oh, you got a two. Great. (laughs) Um, thankfully, because of the law of averages, that's still a group success, which is what we'll call this uh, for now. As you go in and you Great. you make your way around um, for my, my party, feel free to pin this if you already haven't done so. So that way you guys can see a nice big blown up version. Um, but yeah, so this is what you see before you. The warehouse is open. All of the dark brown lines are where walls would be. Um, this section up here in the back, because you guys can see pretty clearly the sunlight, even though it is kind of that overcast gray, there's still light coming in from the windows that are all around you. Above you, uh, the back portion back here is actually the kind of lofted uh, area that's above your heads. So when you guys walk in, you're immediately maybe like 20 feet, and then there's a a lofted ceiling above you. Far on the other end, though, Perrin, you first, followed by Eden, and then Fenara, as the three of you enter kind of first, and then Hale coming in in the back end. Notice that there is a human 
and a dwarf kind of grumbling to themselves and they're being loud as they're like going through crates uh opening them up looking at them and then like tossing the crates aside um and then a hobgoblin on the back here which is is uh the roof of that that um entryway that you had looked into eden um does this human and dwarf look familiar Ooh, go ahead and give me uh you're looking at the back of them but go ahead and give Mm -hmm. me a hmm, insight oh i'm not good at that where the hobgoblin is elevated that's the the hobgoblin's elevated about probably about 10 feet yeah this is this is a little balcony that overlooks the rest of the warehouse um this in the center is a giant crane mechanism that's over this like graded area um this graded area with like a, a wheel mechanism to one side as well i don't have the wheel mechanism but that that is a 25 total the human does not but the dwarf looks strangely familiar yes son of a mother uh and eden will slowly start to creep forward a little bit where are you going i'm gonna put you in front of the, the two of them that one is the one that took my money which which one? Well, both of them took your money. No, the little the the, the chubby beardy one. Oh well, I, I don't know if that's the best idea right now. Wait, I has an idea. You guys, um, I have a different idea. Are they gonna be? You know what? I'm gonna try to talk to them. How how loud are you being while you're? How loud are you being when you're having this? <laughs> I feel like it started at like a like a two and then it elevated when you said I'm gonna go to talk to him to like a yeah, no, six or a seven. Eden Eden will casually um like be quiet briefly and then make it so she just like is maybe fifteen feet away from him. It was just like hi um I was lost. Holy fucking shit! As the oh. Damn it. Oh. Um, That's really bad language. I was looking for a friend of mine who said they were going to help me, and I followed. Oh, hey, there you are. Uh, um. Did, did you find that map that you said you were going to get for me? And I will walk a little closer. Uh, yeah. How, how did. How did you. What? Um, yeah, the map. Um. About that map. Um. You didn't lie to me, did you? No. Uh, the map's actually uh, in the main office. Yeah, it's in the main office. Um, let me go and, and grab that. And, he, and at this point, like they're, they kind of look in that general direction. Huh. Uh, I me find my way around because I got lost and I didn't have a map because I was waiting on somebody, you know? Dwar- Dwar- yeah. Yes. Mr. Um, uh, as a seasoned liar, um, <laughs> can I uh, suss out whether or not this man or this dwarf is lying? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an insight check, please. Cool. In the well, meantime, can I look around and uh, like per- use perception to try to see if these people seem to have weapons on them? Uh, any 
useful information for our party. Yeah, what's your what's your passive? I'm just gonna I'm gonna base it on that. My passive perception is twenty. Fuck you. I mean what? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's gosh. my girl. By the gods, I think Eden's is also pretty high as well. Gosh. So is mine. Uh, so I also want to assess for threats and things like that. Okay. Um, I'm at an 19. Yeah, so looking around at weapons, they all have weapons on them. Um, the dwarf and the human both seem to have shields slung on their back, mace or like clubs on their hips. Uh, the hobgoblin up top has a short sword kind of, or like some sort of sword. You imagine it's not sticking out the bat, like the bottom end. Uh, so it's probably a short sword and then a bow in one hand and like a clump of arrows stuck at different points on the railing around the, uh, around that kind of balcony. Um, does look from where you're at, there does look to be a weapon rack on the far end. Unlike the picture that I have, uh, it's mostly clubs and quarter staffs, things for like more like domestic do I notice I, them whispering or saying anything to each other during that when I'm paying attention to that? Um, you would catch the dwarf whispering something. What languages do you know again? Um, well, I do know dwarvish, All right, well, elvish, goblin, halfling, and common. That'll do it. Um, you hear uh, or like you watch as the dwarf lips in in dwarvish to the human uh, essentially the equivalent of like she she must have followed me after i thought i, I thought i'd given her the slip um professor hale you immediately notice hobgoblin's got height big like that's a big threat in terms of you know height bow um you would also know like dwarves are typically hardier um and not to be Do I hear anything but... above me on the floor? Above you? Uh, uh... On the loft? What's your passive? 19. 19. You do from like this general... Yeah, pretty much... Yeah, actually, right. surprisingly enough, pretty much right above you. Um, not footsteps, but like the scrape... Like as if something shifting on the wood, like sliding on the wood as opposed to walking. Uh, sorry, uh, to cut you off there, yes. Taryn, uh, that was a 23 on my insight check to check if he's lying. Oh yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. He's like, got a uh, little bit of a furrow, like, or bead of it. sweat on his brow. I was just, my passive insight and passive perception are 16. Uh, yeah, that's high enough to know that like, I mean, she knows he's, yeah. I mean, at this point I feel like Hale and Perrin would have done a good enough job job as you were walking there and even in the in la imite of like fostering and like letting you know like what a con was and what that situation was to some extent um but yeah this guy doesn't seem trustworthy he doesn't look friendly um and honestly looks shocked and surprised that you somehow traced him all the way back here i'd like to be right beside her please Anara would uh, immediately follow because she um, sees that parents could sport. Are you trying? Are you gonna try to give me the slip and go out the door and run away from me, or are you gonna actually give me the map that she said you're gonna get me? Cause... Actually, I, I saw I saw what he was saying, and he actually said that he had already given you the slip, just so you know. Well, that's really rude. You know, my Bella always said that if you lie to people, then you should lose a finger. 
and I'm inclined to agree with her in this instant. Not, um, not, not the reason we're here. Not, not the reason we're here. Just, it, I'm not gonna let you take a finger. I'm sorry. Then you should probably not be a liar anymore. It's really hateful. I just needed help. Do you got the map though? I, I do. It's in the office. Like I said, I gotta go. I gotta go get it. Or you can go get it. It's like right on top of a bunch of papers and books and stuff. I don't, I, no, that's not how this is going to go, actually. Um, You're going to apologize to my friend here uh, for Mm -hmm. lying, number one. Uh, Number two, uh, bully the map that that you don't have. Like, let's be honest, like, you're not, you don't have a fucking map, mate. Like, let's be real. Um, Pretty obvious. Oh shit! There's, I, there's you. You hear him like when, when Hale says something in the back. He goes, "Shit, there's four. <laughs> Let's be honest. You have some things that aren't exactly yours, and I am here to ensure that. Any and he's going to get right in front of the dwarf. Um, this. Uh, this three foot four halfling is gonna walk right up in front of the dwarf and go, I'm here to ensure that you, and he pokes him right in the chest, you give me exactly what you're not supposed to have. You tell him, Perrin, cause see, that's one thing he he cannot be honest. Cause obviously he was not taught right and taught that honesty is the best policy. Our mother did happen to teach us right. And Perrin pokes a little harder and goes, I would heavily suggest that you give me what belongs to Master Umber. And he just like, like glare checks him right in the eye, finger directly in the chest. Yeah, go, go ahead and give me an intimidation check. Please, yeah. please and thank you. When that happens, Fanar will lean down be- to try to be on like closer to where Perrin's head is to do her own glare. Uh, that's a that's a ten, uh, because I rolled a four. It's a ten. Can I assist since I'm also trying to use the art um, of intimidation? I'll g- between between Eden and talking about a finger and and Fanara doing the big big sister, well, little big sister, kind of over the shoulder. I'll give you advantage, Perrin. Yeah, yeah. That works. Uh, that increased by three points. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. He looks at you. Um. Okay. Uh. Huh. I mean, this is all Umber's stuff here. I don't. I don't. We have. We haven't taken any of it. Why are you here? And Hale at this point has pulled out a book and he's just thumbing through it. He's not even looking up. He's leaning against the door, thumbing through a book and says that. I suggest you not lie because you already have one strike. Actually two. One more and I will take your hand. You might want to ease up on the, the, the taking of the hands um, and the fingers. Is that not how you handle? That is what happens when you lie. I'm just saying... The, it's just like it's just like an eight when it needs to be like a four. Yeah, like the, it's just. <laughs> oh. 
the hobgoblin up top. It, it's none of your business. It is, actually. I mean, who are you to be here? Who are you to be here? I mean, we were sent here and got paid. Me too. You're not so special. Back, I'm, I'm, she's yeah. making a good point because also, too, it's very rude to interrupt someone's conversation. I don't think she was addressing you. Yeah, you were not the part of this. Who sent you here to, and paid you to come here? Oh, that's a good one. Well, who, who sent you? Or did you follow your mom? work here? Hey, that's it. Okay. As, as okay. long as your mom is named Umber, that's the line. You should never bring Wait, hang on, what? <laughs> it took me that long to process that she just said your mom. <laughs> Eden fights like a five-year-old. Yeah, he, he, Perrin will put his hand up, Not turn around, Eden. and look at look at Eden and just, oh, all right, that's, that's, hold on now. Um, yes. yeah. We were sent, I, I know, I, we were sent here by Umber to ensure that his cargo or their cargo returned to the inn. And it appears you guys have the opposite plan. I mean, we were... If I'm going to be honest, we, we were just told to come here, um, look around, take anything that looked nice. Um, we had to keep it, so it's like, easy job, right? You're stealing, too! See, this is what happens when you don't cut fingers for being liars. And this is the part where Perrin goes from poking in the chest to grabbing the scruff of the collar. By who? Whom? Uh, and you What's hear, home? he goes, uh, um, by, by, and he starts, and he starts gargling and like his throat starts, he starts convulsing in your hand. And from his mouth, his mouth opens, and you hear, like, the breaking of his jaw, almost, um, as this little red, kind of amorphous blob hits where his, like, teeth are and jumps towards you. I need you to make a constitution <gasps> saving throw, please. See, that's oh, why you shouldn't lie. Geez. That shit happens. Constitution saving throw. Correct. Remember that extra, um... Uh, I got you. Thank you, love. Uh... Oh... Uh, okay, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. As you are right up in his face, the blob attaches to yours, coalesces, goes into your mouth. You feel it going into the back of your throat. You convulse for a second. Your eyes roll back. You're back to normal. Okay. You're there holding him kind of in his face still, like, and he looks, he looks completely fine as well. Who... Sent you. Um. No. What? what I, uh, no, no. Don't. No. What am I? What am I doing here? Perrin grabs him with both hands now and shoves him up against the barrel and goes, "I said, who sent you?" Hail. With that slam, you also hear to your left the opening of that staple door ever so slightly and you see a face kind of peek through the crack do i recognize the face uh you don't recognize the face uh it looks kind of 
very vaguely because you have what I think you said a 16 perception. Um, oh, God, what? I don't like these numbers. And a guys. 21 uh, passive what uh, investigation. The, what the hell? Um, I'm in danger. Uh, no, you can see from half its face there's a tusk sticking out from the lower lip. It looks half work in nature, um, but that's all you can discern from where you're at. But it looks, okay. peaks really quick, and then closes like closes the door, and you hear it rattle again. Um, on, um, on it, honestly, I, I don't. What? What? I, we. I remember. I remember you. And he he points at Eden. Do you want your? I'll give you your money back. Just yes. Whatever. Hand it over now. As Eden walks up with her hand out. And he pulls oh. out a coin purse and like goes to hand it over. Snags coin purse and briefly has to roll flip my D2 to see what Eden does. Okay, we're good. <laughs> she takes the coin purse. You're lucky. She kind of backs up a little bit. Just like, yeah, stays like kind of right in there with okay. her coin purse and is like opening and counting. It, yeah, Fenara. Uh, did uh, Fenara notice the uh, the the creature that jumped from the dwarf's mouth to her brother? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Eden did as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so hail vaguely. You see something, but it was like it was what, split second. For that in that moment, would would um, because of my my perception and stuff would i have been able to determine what that was um go ahead and make a nature check i'll say with disadvantage because it happened in such an instant but your your perception was high enough where you might be able to identify it okay um eh, probably not it was eight eight um no whatever it like there wasn't the the biggest thing that you can catch is that there wasn't anything solid. It looked like whatever it was was kind of like a weird soupy kind of texture. Fenara's gonna tap Perrin on the shoulder. Uh, uh, Perrin, and... I know you're a little occupied right now, but I don't know if you saw that there was something red creature thing that jumped from his mouth into yours. I'm really concerned right now for your health and your yeah. he made he made the, he made the red puke on you. This is when Perrin takes the dwarf by both sides and then like pulls him down onto the ground like very roughly. Um, so I'd like to I'd yeah, like go to go ahead and make a, a contested athletics check for me. Yeah, please, thank you. That's cocked. Oh, that's dope. Okay, uh, plus strength. Okay, sixteen. Uh, 19 so you go to to pull him and like this whole time like you've been manhandling him like a baby right mm-hmm. and you slam him against the wall and you go to pull and you look like you look up in your rage and you just see this smirk across his face and he goes i don't think so this time and he reaches for his club i need everybody to roll initiative and oh. wow i just said initiative initiative initiative, initiative. that's how i'm gonna say it there we go i have i have spoken initiative, initiative every night i expect now. that every single time we go into initiative if you don't say initiative Initi- oh, then i'm gonna wow, be upset that sucks okay that's good okay that's all right 
Oh, I vocalized oh. my I vocalized my roll, so I'm sorry. Um, oh, hey, Eden. Wow. Wow. Make sure you roll a d4 for Ooh, yeah. that because that's where it works too. And, oh, hi. and attack rolls as well. Don't forget. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Once a turn, oh. once per turn, we get this d4. Only once. Only that's once. okay. That's all it needs. Um, sweet diggity dog. This all is right. bad. Uh, I have um, to decide how Eden's doing this. And if you see me looking over, it's because I had the nice, beautiful D&D Beyond tr combat tracker over on the side here. Uh, Kaiden, what'd you get? 11. 11. Perrin. Uh, 10. Ooh, nice. Finn. I got a whopping three. Cool. As, <laughs> as all clerics should. Cleric um, and And uh, Eden. Eden got 19. Because oh, of the dice. <laughs> I rolled a four on the D4. It's All a good right. thing. Let me click. Can I click run? Will you let me click run? There we go. Start. Well, Eden, you are up first. Um, she yeah. sees him. What would you like to do? She sees the dwarf reaching for his club. <laughs> um, and her, like, because she also sees him clearly about to attack her new best friends. Uh, her eyes glaze over black, except the irises are red. And she begins to mutter something in a really low tone. And I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the dwarf. And I need them to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm gonna move Hell you, yeah. I'm going to move you back in that direction, closer to the wall, Perrin. Yep, that's fair. Um, wisdom saving throw for the dwarf you set? Yes, please. Awesome. Ah, Umbraoculus. Uh, that is a 12. That is a 12. That is a fail. Okay. Uh, and then they will take 3d6 psychic damage. Oh, no. And then they are afraid of me and will run as far away from me as they can. Uh, that is 9, 10, 11 points of psychic damage. 11 points. Oh, I'm not on my... I'm on the wrong thing, guys. I'm hitting numbers on my keypad. When I should <laughs> I'm hitting the wrong keypad. Okay, so you hit that. Um, you reach out and connect the minds with them and give them this burst of energy and you watch as his face like was ready to go as he's reaching for his, his mace and then like reaching back for his shield and he immediately like looks as if the just the constant like finger and then upgraded to hand and now he's like, oh fuck, she's coming for it and like immediately yeah. blanks like blank slate, like complete fear struck oh, into yeah. his face. Absolutely. In his head, he's just hearing like, you would, you should have just let me take your finger because now I'm taking every single... Yeah. She's just... Yeah. Uh, DM? Yes. Uh, he now has to move his entire speed oh, as yeah. a reaction away from her. I would also like to use my reaction to slash out at him as he decides to run away from me. Uh, yes, you may do that. Thank you. He's going to get to about there. He'll get to the door to get in is over here. So that okay. would lead underneath. Uh, nine, 13. 13, he did not draw. Oh, well, that would have hit anyway. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So I need, as I quick draw my rapier and just poke him in the back. Yeah. Um, Eden, remind me, please, when he oh. takes damage, does he get to make the save? Uh, or is it just at the end of his No, it's just, it's just that one time and he's just terrified for a minute. Uh, cool. Yeah, and then he just runs away. Awesome. So that's it. Uh, ten piercing damage. Holy! Sp yeah, I rolled max damage. Cool. Awesome. Anything uh, else? Either? I will. Yeah, I will say bonus action. 
Um, let me make sure, because it's been a while since I've done done the spells, you guys. Um, um, da 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 da. I'm just going to, yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just going to back it up, maybe. Like, I'm gonna kind of go to Eden's left, about 10 feet-ish, somewhere over there. Just, yeah, somewhere, I don't, mm, that a little left? further back. Other left, and uh, yeah, like I want to okay. be able to, yeah, I want to be within range of people. All right, I'll put you, I'll put you like there. And the, yeah. the, um, the crane will give you quarter, crane. Co- the crane will give you quarter cover. Sweet. That's also kind of what I was hoping with Mr. Uh, you know, bow and arrow boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is my turn. Yes. Or is it half and three quarters or quarter and half? A half okay. and three quarters cover. I'll give you, give you half. Sorry. Okay. Sweet. Um, they need to make a quarter cool. cover. Um, they do. The hobgoblin starts to draw the longbow, or, uh, yeah, the longbow, and as uh, he does, he lets out a yell really quick, and, uh, where is my notes? Tell him to yell the name. Um, He comes out, and he goes, Imps, get out of here! And we'll fire one off um, at you, parents, since you're kind of closest and down down low. Um, Sure. Or actually, no, he wouldn't have been able to see you because you were up against the wall. Um, Correct. So he's going to go for Fanara since now she's out in the open. Um, I'm not nervous at the all. First att- the first arrow he looses and it like clinks off the side of the crane and he pulls another arrow and knocks it really quick and lets it go. Um, wow. Well, mm, dice jail already. Shame on you, Umbro. Umbro oh. Oculus, our sponsor, put in the word barefoot to, for your chance to win one of these amazing Umbro Oculus dice that definitely roll above a five. Um, to be fair, when I when I gave him these D20s, I did send a Will Wheaton gif immediately after. Yeah, it was really harmful, and my psyche will never recover. Um, but he shoots out two arrows, lets out that yell, and then... Um, He's going to kind of semi-duck as he's pulling for for more arrows. Um, homeboy over here, Dwarf Boy, is terrified. Um, he's going to run into the doorway and start to run just completely out. Um, he is gone and out of sight and just... He's taken a lot of damage in less than six seconds and he's just nope. Um... And he's like, oh, I'll get, I'll get help back. I promise. No, no, I won't. Uh, as he's running out the door, uh, you hear the double doors from the front entryway swing open and hit as well as, as he's now kind of clear and through. Hale, your turn. Okay. Um, I know what the, uh, hobgoblin is doing. What's the human currently doing? Uh, the human was, is pulling out a mace and a shield. Um, it looks to be eyeing eyeing Perrin at this point. Okay. So I will... Uh, do I have visual on the Hobgoblin? The Hobgoblin, from where you are, it'd be a tough shot just because the crane's in the way, but yeah, you have enough of a visual. Alright, let me just step over uh, to my right one, um, and as long as I'm within 60 feet... Um, oh, you're... I meant the, uh, yeah, yeah, the other yeah, way, yeah. sorry. You're yeah, right, yeah. my left. Um... And yeah, you're with it. So uh, he'll snap his book shut, and uh, I will concentrate and put my hand in my temple, and everyone around me will just hear a male voice uh, shrieking out, just no, 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 
and I'm going to send it over to the Hobgoblin, and I'm going to do Kaiden's Curse, and he's got to roll a Wisdom save. Um, I don't know which, which die is going to betray me now. Um, this one, no. I'm going to use the one I'm going to give away, because then we can... Hey, that's a good roll. That's a 16 wisdom saving throw. Yep, that, 16. That succeeds. 16. So it just so that succeeds to just fill the air and just kind of wash over him. And he, at this point, now feels it and like moves and like directs eye contact from Fenara over to you as he's picking up another arrow. Um, anything else for your turn? That's it. All right, Perrin, your turn. Uh, I turn to the man who uh, is apparently eyeballing me. Um, and I give him the up and down and with a fury that my sister has ne'er seen my entire life. I look at him and I go, so are you going to be a big, as big of a bitch as your friend is? And I will cast vicious mockery. Yeah, of course you will. Hey, that's not Karen, um, that's your a, language. That's your a wisdom, language. Right? That is a wisdom save. Uh, that's a 15. That's your language, buddy. Uh... 15 is a successful save. Yep, of course, it's uh, the die giving away. Yep. So uh, that'll be what I do with my action. Right. And then let me see. Uh, actions. Uh, yep. I'm going to look to Fenara and then say, Hi. Language or not, could you, like, help me here? And I'll give you a bardic inspiration. Hey, all right. No, just just be careful. Just <laughs> Be careful. Awesome. Um, with that, the human, is, uh, the human looks at you and, like, growls his... I ain't no dwarf bitch and is gonna take two steps and just get right in your face and will take two steps or swings with his uh with his mace at you. Sure. The first mm -hmm. one. Cool. I need to go back to using the other die. Uh first one's a twelve, so he swings out. I I'm I can bet that misses. And you just yep. duck out of the way. It catches a little bit of like your um of your vest as you're like peeling away. Uh but the second one comes in and miraculously enough he goes to like sweep your legs out from under you as i jump two, as yeah it's two more on Oculus dice go into the dice gel um and he goes to sweep your legs out from under you you jump up and it just sails over and you land back on your feet uh as if um nothing ever happened and he looks at oh, you you're a quick bugger aren't you Oh, you might not be the bitch, but I'm going to make you mine. Uh, and that'll be that'll be the last <laughs> thing I say to him. Oh, nope, nope, not like that. Wait, are you muted? I you're think you're muted. muted. You're, you're muted. muted. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I I'm muted. I was saying he kicks. <laughs> damn it. The whole exposition. This half-orc kicks open the door, has the bow out, 
keeps the arrow and like uh, the, the bow in one hand and pulls out the, the short sword in the other, runs toward you, um, manages to close. First swipe comes in across the chest and you go to try to block it with your staff and he slices under. Um, that's going to be a uh, 22 to hit because Umbral Oculus likes hurt, hurting Ronan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> four. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... 12 more than you needed there, Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard on that one. Um, that's going to be four points of damage as you take the first one. Yep. Um, yeah, that's not good. And then he's going to he's gonna swing back around and kind of upper, upper hand with it. Um, and that's going to be a uh, an eight to hit, which I guarantee you doesn't. This that time you're waiting for it. So you bring the staff back down and manage to block and deflect it, but you're face to face with this half work as he's growling and uh, kind of looking over his shoulder at the rest of the scene um, to make sure everything's kind of going smoothly with the other guys, which it probably isn't. Um, that's his turn. Fenara, your turn. Okay, so um, the one guy who was getting smart, was that was the human, right? That kind of stepped um, right there. in front of Perrin? Yep. Okay, so uh, Fenara, after seeing this, Hey, buddy! Why don't you pick on somebody closer to your size? And I'm actually going to be casting when I'm pointing in that direction, Sanctuary. So um, that's a bonus action. Um, so warding, I'm warding um, Perrin. And I'm, I'm at the same time, I'm telling this person, this individual who's obviously trying to target his attack that if he tries to do that, it he's going to he's going to have to make a wisdom save and throw in order to try to make an attack on someone else, which is basically me. I'm basically trying to be the new target of the attack for Ooh, my brother. Fancy. Uh, so after I, mean, I say I got that, <laughs> after I say that, how because um, I'm a little bit further away. Um, I'm going to, cause I can do this because it's a cantrip. I'm going to, um, attempt to cast sacred flame oh, yeah, in 100%. his direction. Yeah. You can hundred percent do that. You're only, um, you're only maybe about 15 feet at the most away. So, um, he's going to need to do a dexterity saving throw for me. Ooh, no, that's a fail. That's only, a five. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to let you know here, sis, that you can add that D six to this damage if you want to. <gasps> Oh, what? I really appreciate that. Okay, let me hold on. Let me do this. Oh, oh, that's amazing. That's thirteen points of damage. So there, you just see where there's just a bright light that she she um, that uh, comes around her uh, hand and it shoots out in his direction. And yeah, I want him to notice Fanara Valar and not forget this face. And he, he like looks down and then looks over and sees you and, and, and now is kind of torn between which two that he wants to hit more. But um, in the meantime, while he's trying to figure that out, we're back up at the top with Eden behind the crane. Oh, what would you like to do? I have so many options. Um, Dagnabbit, if I could do that all in one turn, it'd be great, but I can't. Uh, Eden seeing that Kiki is getting assaulted um she will be very upset and her eyes like her eyes like as she spins to turn around uh kaiden you will see that they are still black with red irises and uh she will like just throw her hand out and the palm of her hand like splits open and two 
very thorny vines like leap out um, and separate from her hand and lunge at uh, at at the uh, the half orc. Um, and let me roll the, the dice as they are two separate attacks. Uh, that is a sixteen and a twenty-four to hit. Yeah, yeah. Both of the- those okay. both those hit. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> a poor little okay. Um, and uh, I need them to make uh, per- so let's start with one strength save real quick. Yeah, no. Um, okay. <laughs> then, five. yeah, no, that fails. Um, then they will take seven, 13 points of, what is this one? What did we go for? Piercing damage as these very thorny vines wrap around them, and then they are restrained until the end of their next turn. When the vines wither and die. That is fun. That's from both. That's from both of them. Uh, yeah, that's total. Uh, that is Briar's reach, uh, and then Eden will run up on this half orc, um, and she is very angry, looking as she is looming behind the half orky person. And looks like she gonna eat him. So that's that's my turn. All right. With that, it is the Hobgoblin's turn. He's going to... Um, seeing... And as as those vines come out and wrap themselves around the half-orc, it hits the neck a little, and uh, as it tightens to restrain, the half-orc <coughs> coughs up in front of you, Hale, uh, as tons of blood comes out. Um, no, nothing, nothing else red. No worries, you're good. Um, for now, uh, and just looks really, really rough from that hit. The hobgoblin seeing this is going to put, is going to knock one and, and, and show, and fire a shot toward Eden's general direction. Um, and that's going to be a 17 to hit Eden. Um, that, that hits Eden. And just as a fun fact, this is the first time Eden's ever been hurt. Oh no! Uh, oh. So as the arrow hits her, mm-hmm. she just lets out like a absolute like scream, um, and is just like kind of doing the Ace Ventura thing of staring at where this arrow is lodged. Of like, <laughs> yeah, he, he gets you kind of like in the like right underneath the shoulder blade. So like you're looking underneath, ah, like yeah, she's freaking out. Yeah, screaming. Um, uh, as you take seven points of piercing damage. Uh, he's gonna knock and loose the second one over at you, Fenara, um, seeing that you've you've beaten up his his. Wow, that misses too. Uh, and he knocks, draws. That's gonna be a set, or a eight to hit. So it just glances off your armor, manages to, to kind of get to the one side where it just bounces. How rude! I mean, we're we're fighting. It's kind of that works. Um, and the, the, the dwarf, that's the end of his turn. The dwarf. Yeah, Eden, after briefly screaming, is just like, I'm going to freaking kill you. And that's, yeah. I love, I love the level of, like, five-year-old smack talk that goes on. <laughs> that was rude. No, you're rude. <laughs> Let me go tell your mom. Um, dwarf is, dwarf is no Bernard's longer. Bernard's ready. She's going to find their mothers and... <laughs> Give them a talk. Drag them by the ear. Yes. Uh, Kaiden. 
Uh, okay, uh, this dude's right in my face. Uh, so I will reach out my hand uh, and put it to his temple. Mm-hmm. And uh, a flash of blue sort of arcane energy will start at my head and run down my arm into his. And I will say, we will show you pain. And I'm going to cast Mind Sliver. Um, that's an 18, I'm guessing. God! Yeah. He does these Umbral <laughs> Oculus. Umbral <laughs> Oculus hate Ronan. I and hate Terran. Do you want to you kill, kill Ronan Fox? Use Umbral yes. Oculus. <laughs> just, just throwing at him does like 1d12. It's, just your, oh it's, just, it's just your sworn enemy. Whoever yeah. you pick is your sworn oh enemy. Yeah, right. But you're not my enemy. You're my brother. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, I'm going to stand there like a chump because I can't move. <laughs> Wait, is he? what's his condition? He's restrained. Oh, oh, yeah. That wouldn't work on. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work on in saves. He can take reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a attack of opportunity uh, with disadvantage. uh, Yeah, if you wanted to move. I do. I do. I think it would be smart. I mean, he knows that you're about as rough as he is, so. (laughs) I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Actually, I forgot about my HP. I do want to move. Uh, it's calculated risk. You want to uh, move? I'm any- guessing you want to move this way, like behind you. Yes. Okay. I'll put yeah. there. I only saw. I see. There's another mini, but I only <laughs> saw the one, right? So I, I don't know that 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 there's anything there, right? Well, he kicked open the door, so you would see farther back that there is a horse in the stable. It like oh, it's looks. A horse. Okay. Yeah, it looks. Right. It's it's a dire wolf. It's, a um, <laughs> it's an owl bear, guys. Nice. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, cool. If you want to go in, you have enough movement to get like inside. If you wanted to, like, get like there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, and the hobgoblin. That's a that's a tough shot. That's a, yeah, that's I have a needle type of shot. Um, cool. So, tech disadvantage. Yeah, that's an eight and a four. So the four plus four eight does not hit. Professor Hale. He swings out, but the vines are just restraining him, and he like cuts through a couple of the vines as they're now starting to wither. But they, um, but he, he he doesn't get a clean strike at you, and you continue into the shed or in the the stable. I, hate um, I forgot that I have to continue initiative. Perrin, your <laughs> turn. Right. Um, so Perrin at this point uh, is holding a rapier in one hand um, and looking at the guy in front of him and just smiles. And then the uh, he takes like a big deep breath in and then he hits like a really high C note with his voice and it just projects at him and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Apparently, Umbra Oculus doesn't like Brene either. Um, oh. That's a um, Constitution, right? So that's eighteen. A con save, yeah. He still he still takes damage. Yes. Um, but he just doesn't move ten feet away from me, so he will take half of nine, which is uh, four. Four. Four thunder damage. Awesome! Awesome. He takes it. And he manages to kind of pull a shield as you're as you're taking that inhale in to kind of block some of that that wave pressure. Um, but he's starting to look pretty rough. He kind of 
see from like his eardrum or his ears blood starting to trickle down over his face uh and he looks slightly disoriented uh ears ringing but still on his feet so uh bonus action yep we're gonna uh look around and then see the like sliver of the opening that i can see the professor behind and i just kind of like And I'm going to healing word. I will inter- interpretive oh my gosh. healing interpretive dance. I love it. Uh, it's more. It's, it's more like the visual. What the fuck are you doing? Um, uh, and you will be healed for seven hit points. With oh, hang word. on. Um, Thunderwave's leveled, right? So yes. Oh, right. So I can't so do that. Can't. I'm sorry. I, I have to remember that. my own rules. No, no. Because no, no. Eventually, <laughs> no, no. you're right. absolutely right. Uh, instead, Thanks, I will give Thanks. him. I will give him a bardic inspiration instead. <laughs> it also just happened was, to be right. It yes. also just happened to be Ronan. <laughs> so, bardic inspiration. You start to it's feel all warm and goody inside, and then just kind of feel inspired instead of healed. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Um, homeboy in front of you. This is a tough choice. You know what? He he feels I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for it. Yeah, he's gonna run. He's gonna turn and he's going to um he's gonna just charge straight at you in an attempt to take a couple swings at you. So Can I get you, my reaction? Yeah, hundred percent. Go ahead. So uh thirteen 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah. I would love to take him down just before he walks away from me. That would be great. Uh, that's 10 piercing damage. Ten. You stab into him um, and you get right through and like Fanara, as he's walking toward you, you see the tip of Perrin's rapier come out through the front um, and this guy, this brute of a human just continues walking through it badly bloody coughing ear blood pouring out of the ears uh, he's gonna make two swings at you fanara okay the first is gonna be a uh 16 plus 4 dirty 20 yes for uh seven points of damage all right and then he's going to come and try as he like hammers into and you try to get do you what what weapon do you like would you wield or what what are in your like do you keep uh, your hands free or like? Well, I was trying to reach when I saw that um, he was charging at me. I was trying to get my crossbow from my back. I have a lot of crossbow, but I do have a dagger. So now he's really sure. close. So yeah, now dagger's looking like a better option. Awesome. So he comes and smashes into the front of your breastplate that you're wearing with the first hit. Um, sec- wow, that's another dirty 20. They don't like Umbral Oculus starting to get, oh. you know, um, Umbral Oculus, everybody, it has a learning curve. Once it tastes the blood of its your players, it starts to do better. So start with the wizard and then work your way to the cleric. Yeah. Um, somehow, I'm, somehow, I'm fe- somehow I'm feeling more nourished, though. It's really strange. <laughs> you look younger. Like, what, are you in your teens now? Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. What? I'm trying to compliment that she's younger than... than I mean, 19 is. She's, she's got the skin Knife. of a child. Sure. Just say, sure. I'm, say I'm in my All 20s right. again, and we'll be fine with that. Whatever. In your 20s. 
I was trying not to like there age you for the for everybody watching. I mean, um, I'm 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna be five points of damage for the second hit. Awesome. Oh, I'm not as oh, old as Ronan. Wow. He's looking. This is. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All right. Um, the half orc is it at the end of the half or at the end of the turn that they wither, or at the start of their turn that they wither? Uh, Eden. At the end of their turn. At the end of the turn. Um, yeah. So he is going to stand there, and he, let's see. Yeah, it says the end of their next turn. Divine withers. Is going to make the calculated decision to drop the short sword um, at his feet, and just kind of. Put his hands up. He's not going to say anything, but he's just going to kind of go like this. Well, we'll see. Finara, your turn. Because they hurt Kiki. And, and you, this and indiv individual, he, he's still standing. Mm -hmm. Is he looking as bloody as I am right he's, now? He's looking <laughs> like the... He's like, I heard no bell, like, just just reeling. Like, he's got the con partially concussed look on his face, but, yeah, he's looking real rough. Finish him. I'll have you know that my mama didn't raise no punk. And then she's going to take the dagger and try to stab it in his torso. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Make an attack roll for me, please. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, that that's six points of damage. Wait, hang on. You, got, you got to roll to attack. To hit. You got to hit. You got to see if you hit first. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. That I I didn't tell you that it was a seventeen plus four. Oh yeah, so that hit. That I'm hit. sorry. I just like went with the damage ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, six points of damage. You said. Yes. All right. As you stab this dagger into this human's chest, how would you like to kill him? So after I said that. I will thrust that dagger so far into his chest and I twist it and then I pull it out and push him away from me. All right. The body slinks and falls to the floor, blood starting to pool out from underneath. Um, anything else with your turn? Then you will see where Fenara, after doing that, because she she had a rush of adrenaline, but then she's looking at her, her herself and the damage that she's taking, and she'll say, oh, my. And then she's going to go to her knees because she's <laughs> seriously and so, yeah, she's just not in good shape. So, yeah, she's she's falling a little bit because now she's she's in danger. She's in danger. Awesome, awesome. Uh, back up to the top. Eden. Well, I flipped a coin for it. Yeah. Uh, so as this person raises their hands, uh, Eden's eyes do not lighten up, and she stays glaring at them, and she kind of, like, there's a growling sound that comes from, like, the pit of her chest as her fingers elongate and her nails grow into acid dripping claws and i am going to primal savagery this person yeah. uh across their arm trying to i'm i'm attempting to take their arm off uh that is a 14 plus 6 which is a dirty 20 uh, yeah go ahead and, and roll damage for that this is nine um 
what would what would you how would you like to kill this defenseless half work? Uh, basically, she over slashes. She's going to take off the hand arm, and it just goes straight across the whole torso, um, and then she. So I can cast like a cantrip and then a spell on the same turn. As long uh, as it's... yes, you can cast a bonus act. Like it's a bonus action of yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Okay, but action you can't of spend one and, spell yeah. slots more than yeah. Yeah. Um, and she will turn to Kiki. Yeah, it's sticking. Um, and <laughs> she will open her mouth, and a rosebud will come out and open up, and there is like a very high pitched hum. And I cast Healing Word, first level on Kiki, because that's never going away, ever. <laughs> Um, I have to look it up. I love how everybody's just saying random noises oh. to yeah. to Kaiden, and he's just like, "What is going on?" Uh, that is seven points of healing uh, that you feel is like kind of almost like the smell of roses and like a little bit of pollen, like wisps in your face, uh, and then the rose like falls out of her mouth, and yeah, and that's my turn. Okay. As awesome. I actually, I will go ahead and move like ten feet to behind the crane, so I get some cover again, and I am glaring at the jerk with the arrow. Uh, so. Let me roll for the hob. Yeah, um, the hobgoblin looks around like he's getting ready to pick up another arrow, and he just—he has the arrow in his hand. He's going to knock it, and he's—I don't get paid enough for this. And he's gonna <laughs> run, jump off the ledge, and then just try to, and dash out of the front of the building. Yeah, you better run. That's right. And we are out of combat. Eden runs to the door. You run to the door? <laughs> yeah. As you, as you run to the door, your watch is now. He's like, you know, a good 60 feet into the crowd, heading toward back toward the wharf uh, where you guys came. Um, not really looking behind you. The crowd is starting to kind of intermingle, and you're beginning to lose sight of him. Uh, Perrin will run to his sister. Um, and, uh, he will, uh, take out of his, uh, little, uh, leather pouch, the seven remaining good berries that he has. And he just goes, you, you need to eat these like right now. Like you need, and he just, he just like pushes her hair out of her face and just starts like feeding her berry after berry after berry. And oh. so you get seven hit points. Uh, of good berries and like you don't need to eat for the rest of the day. Oh, that's uh, that's a lot of fiber. I, I really appreciate that. I, it was a little scary. I I I was seeing bright lights, but that could have been me. I, I, I'm no, you 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 did wonderfully. You did fantastically. You were incredibly uh, brilliant. I you and he just kind of like leans in real close. You killed someone today. Oh, um, I, I actually didn't think about the fact that I definitely did take another's life. Um, oh, right. No. Um, you there, don't there. tell mom and dad. Do not tell. Oh my. God. He, he grabs her by the shoulders and like centers her. Oh. Oh. Listen, 
we're not we're we are not going home anytime soon so who 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 i am not gonna tell anyone just it's it's there are two magical words that i put together with a hyphen or a or or a, or a dash it's called self-defense and and you're it is you not know, your fault you know what you're you're absolutely right when when i said what he said what i said to to that that bad man i i was saying the truth because mama did say she didn't raise any punks and we're supposed to protect ourselves right. nope. as best we can and protect each other at all costs she she didn't technically say that i couldn't kill somebody if necessary right no you're right and and he just kind of like leads her over to the crane and like sits her down and leans her up against it not just i want you to sit here okay. for a minute and just just relax professor eden will, eden will about this time eden will fumble back in and her eyes kind of return to normal and then she falls over on her side in the fetal position and just starts falling uh holding the arrows sticking out of her side uh and that's what Eden is doing currently. <laughs> so seeing that, Fanara is going to definitely get up to go over and be like, Eden, Eden, oh, oh my goodness, um, um, I can take care of this. Um, just, just lay still, be calm. I'm so bad. Why do people I, do this? So I know. I mean, like, I, no I technically still bleeded myself, so I understand because this is my first time getting, getting. I, I got afflicted. I got hurt like it and i know it's it's not fun i you know they make it seem so glamorous and 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 cool and it's not it the pain it 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 hurts it's not fun i don't know why people just they don't talk about this when they're talking about all these adventures and such and so she's gonna try to hold where wherever the arrow is she's basically taking out of her bag her herbalism kit so she's trying to basically remove the arrow in the most gentlest way possible so she might put a little bit um of some um some powders that were crushed up um around the wound um that's basically kind of numbing power powder so to speak like anesthetic in a way and then she's going to try to remove it um from eden's shoulder um and then try to um tend to her wounds yeah. So basically, while, while Hale and Perrin are having their discussion, they just hear like the Wilhelm scream of Eden getting an arrow dislodged. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, just deal, deal with for just a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And she's still tending to Eden's wounds. So at this point, Hale would is uh, I'm standing over the orc, uh, kind of reconstructing everything. Um, uh, by all that point, by the time Eden got back and the arrows out, then I'm probably would be walking towards the human. I'm just basically taking notes on descriptions of who they are, what the spells were that were cast on it, basically the battle, the the summation of the battle. Yeah. Um, give me a quick arcana check. Your perception's high enough where you saw the entire thing unfold, um, but in terms of like naming spells and recognizing. Like components and things like that. My God, it's my first good roll of this entire campaign. Eighteen. <laughs> hey, all right, yeah, you are very accurately able to um, narrow down the spell usage of your allies, um, kind of who was using it on who, and like all all of the good stuff that you you need for your notes. Perrin, did you did you need something? 
No, I just wanted to make sure that you were around so that we could, you know, gather up everyone together. And you're all right. Yeah, yeah. Every every time you do this, you need to learn something. So I'm sorry. Um, every time you do this, you've done this more than once. No, but it seems like it's going to be a thing now. Well, I mean, it could be worse. Um, and he just kind of like scratches the back of his neck. Uh, so uh, we should probably take a look around the rest of this place and try and find whatever it is that Umber's looking for. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Where would you like to start? Um, let's start. Yes. Where... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask if, what the room I was in, the room, my, my hidey hole. Was oh. there, uh, obviously, there was a horse, uh, but was there anything of interest in there? Uh, yeah, I keep I keep turning there? turning around like I don't have it right in front of me on my my <laughs> screen. Um, but no, in there it was a pretty simple stable. Um, to one side, you saw like cleaning and grooming implements for the horse. The horse in there does look a little bit like frantic and skittish. Um, to the other side looks to be a wagon. Uh, pretty well made and sturdy and stuff like that. Nothing inside of it. Um, and then next to um, the wagon um, is like uh, bridle and like all the stuff that you'd need to harness the horse to the wagon uh, for operation. All right. So uh, all simple, like run of the mill kind of stable stuff. I don't I don't know what we're I don't know what we need, but there is a horse and cart in there for travel if we need it. So. Oh, that's actually quite perfect. So whatever we find, we could just put in the cart and then take take the yeah. horse back to the the inn. Holy, it's a, it's holy shit! We've got ourselves something something actually really good here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, just go ahead and because I guess uh, he's gonna. I would assume you're gonna stay in there with your sister. I'll just go to the other room. Uh, that's on the other side. Okay. <clears throat> so I, the map's not up there. You go to the room, um, you go to the door and you, you open it up and you can see a office chamber. Um, the, to the left, right when you walk in is a bookcase, pretty well full of, of books. Um, not like overflowing by any means, but like a, a decently, um, like a small library, um, across the way on the right hand side of, the desk if you're looking toward the desk um there's a small little like like nightstand or like table like end table mm-hmm. and on top of it is a glass uh box and then on the desk you can see with the wooden chair two wooden chairs in front and one behind uh, you can see strewn just papers tons and tons and tons of papers and with your passive perception since it's high enough to see it because um you can see that from behind the desk there is a kind of like arm extended like kind of like that um on the ground okay until us until i saw that uh so (laughs) you're really excited he looks at the bookshelf does the other thing i want to glance back at the bookshelf but i'll whatever and i'll just walk over to the arm okay the arm is attached to a body Thankfully, unlike 
Do you like? Were, did you? Oh, by the way, Eden, did you run to the door with the arm in your hand? No, no, she okay. definitely dropped it. I though, was, yeah. I was really concerned for a second. Um, and I, I, I did do cure wounds on I, well, during that process. Like I was, that was nine points of healing. By the way, Ooh. awesome, awesome, um, cool. Um, as you walk around the body, you see they're dead, lying. Um, with like multiple like puncture like dart wounds in their chest, a half elf male, uh, blonde hair, uh, very lithe and, and slender, but overall just dead, dying, bleeding a little bit from the from the mouth. Um, blood strewn across the desk slightly, and then both of the bottom drawers of the desk are open. And as you see that and are beginning to process it, we're gonna go on a quick break. So, thank you for watching this far. If you haven't already, please put the word barefoot in to get a set of Ronin Killing Umbral Oculus dice. Um, <laughs> you too could have the power of a god or an elder <laughs> entity as you summon the powers from beyond the veil to kill your mortal enemies. Uh, and we'll be right back. See you soon, guys.
welcome back. And we have with us the amazing, the beautiful, the bodacious, I don't know. Other words. <laughs> the bodacious. Eddie. Uh, Eddie, you want to do, since everybody else got Tubular. their, got their, yeah, ex, ex, what? What was that word? I need to learn new Tubular. words. Awesome uh, use of the language, dude. Totally tubular. But, um. Yeah, Eddie, do you want to, you want to do your, your shtick real quick since everybody else got theirs in the beginning? Uh, sure. Why not? Hi, everyone. I'm Eddie, otherwise known as the Discount Bard. You can find me at all of the socials at Discount Bard. I'm here today playing Arch, the lovely little goblin artificer, and uh, I'm very excited to be out of the real world and into the real world. <laughs> all right. So as we come back, uh, for, first of all, make sure you put the word barefoot in chat so that way you can get some umbral oculus dice if you haven't already done so we're going to close it out a little before stream end ends and i will make sure i announce that um but yeah so uh you guys are in the warehouse of the scar harriers um at this point kind of just milling about healing each other you just got done with uh fairly well-fought battle against a number of thugs and bandits and brigands um, within the warehouse. After healing up for some time, you be, are beginning to explore, at which point Hale walks into what seems to be like the um, the managers or like the main office of this building to find a half-elf dead behind the desk. And that's where we're picking up. Uh, and I will give a shout. We have another deceased uh perrin will jump did up you, at this oh, did, did you actually hit that one did you stab that one in the chest too no pre us it looks like oh okay. Perrin walks in the room at this point what what's and he looks down at the arm that's on the floor oh oh dear and he i'm gonna go around and see what what the situation is yeah, uh, go ahead and give me a medicine check, please. Medicine I'll check. I, I'll do the same. Okay. Either one of you can do it with advantage or both of you separate. Don't matter. Uh, uh, what's your bonus, plus sir? Two. Plus two. My medicine is also plus two. So please, at your leisure, roll. Uh, that's an at 20. Nice. <laughs> there they are. Um, death seems to be caused by puncture wounds um, to the chest and upper neck area uh, by some sort of dart, maybe about this big. Um, no, like, none of the, the tails at the end. It looks like it just shot up. Um, general, with a natural 20, you'd be able to say that he was probably sitting in the chair um, and then looked down at one of the drawers. Relate all that. Possibly oh. trapped. Right, so, well, I mean, trap, duh, right? Like, right, yes, past tense, of course. Right, um, and so Perrin's then going to start looking at the drawers that are open. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. I'll sure, slide sure, the sure. body out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. That's a three. That's a three. Uh, you start to rummage around and most of it's just papers and you're looking at them like there's expense reports and all the other random crap that you'd find in a managerial office 
Um, nothing's really standing out to you. You have this, um, you keep get, getting this like sense, this feeling that like you need to need to move over. That that it's probably best if if the human does does the searching. You you're taller and you can see more things. Um, Perrin will just kind of like get out of the way of the desk. Um, I'm gonna start looking at the shelf, the small library there, and start like looking at things. Okay. Um, are we uh, able to enter at that point? Yeah, you guys are all able. Yeah, okay. seen as seen as yours, you guys can kind of do whatever you okay. want to do. I have a passive investigation of twenty-one. Can you just can you can you just roll a <laughs> roll. can you yeah, roll okay. a d twenty, please? <laughs> Mom, I'm scared. There's this guy 16. at a party. He says his passive is higher than twenty. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, what'd you say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, looking around, um, you see a number of things. Um, first and foremost, the the papers on the main portion of the desk. Um, you can see that. Hang on, where my notes on? There we go. Um, most of them are shipping manifests and ex- like a, little, a couple of like expense reports, but most of them are shipping manifests uh, where things have been moving. Um, it looks as if um, Umber transports pretty much everything. Uh, looking at it, it's mostly raw materials. Uh, whether it's or like raw goods, uh, including raw like food stores, like foodstuffs, um, as well as let's see, hang on, let me double check my notes. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, looking down to where the the trap would have triggered, where you would have known the trap would have triggered, you can see that uh, there is a section with a bunch of little holes where whatever this, uh, wherever these darts were, would have kind of sprung trap from. Uh, and with that 16, you would also be able to notice that it looks like there is a secret, some sort of secret compartment in the bottom of this right drawer. Uh, I will be actively speaking that, uh, what you just said, as I'm looking through it. It looks like shipping manifests, raw goods, da 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 da. Eden is looming over his shoulder and being like the nosy kid staring over the shoulder while Kaiden is looking through everything. And uh, Fenara's trying to look at the the same area that Perrin's looking, like, you know, looking at any other things mm-hmm. that are on the shelves and, you know, kind of probably helping Perrin if he needed to go to a higher shelf. Okay. Uh, let's do, let's go through Perrin first and then we'll look back around to Eden and Hale. Um, uh, yeah. Perrin, you go over to this uh, end table and on top of it in this glass or like this ornate glass case looking in, you see a mask black with silver embroidery up along the side um not quite feline in nature but very much so like you've seen many people um in the oasis wear from time to time when they are interacting at the lucky sand dollar or other more risque parts of the city right i that's really right and and uh as he sees this, he's just going to, like, take the glass cover off of it. Careful. Oh, pish post, it's just a mask. And he just he reaches over uh, and grabs it, and he, like, holds it in his hands. Mm-hmm. And he turns over to Finara, and he goes, you'd actually look really good with this. And he kind of, like, hands her, like, the masquerade mask. Oh, you think so? 
I, oh, you really do, actually. Uh, She's definitely going to try to put it to her face and, and tie it around her head to try to, like, show it off. Okay. Yeah, you put it on. Are you going to – so you could either put it on or on the front, like, where, like, your eyes and stuff would be. Or you could kind of, like, put it up to the top of your head, uh, whichever you'd prefer. Um, yeah. but, I'm oh, wait, you're wearing that, you're wearing your tiara. I, I have the so, – yeah, yeah, I have the headpiece, so I would have to tie uh, it around. But yeah, it looks very elegant, very sleek. Uh, the silver, you can tell both Perrin and, and Fenara just from your time at the Oasis. Um, the silver inlay isn't silver thread. It's actual, like, silver. Um, so it has a little bit of weight to it, but it fits kind of snugly. You tie it off in the back, and it, it looks as regal as ever. Oh, look at you. You're a vision. Oh, oh thank you, Perrin. You're just... Okay, you just stand over there and, and look pretty for a minute. And then he uh, goes back to the bookshelf. And uh, for a minute, he just like glances over at the professor. And I don't care what three, I am pulling three books off of this shelf uh, and then taking them. Cool. Uh, cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you have... Uh, do you want to know the names or are you just taking them and putting them in your bag and then like that's it? I'm taking them and I'm going to put them in my bag and then eventually they will be donated to the Library of Hale. Okay, awesome, cool. So I'm not going to tell you the names yet because I only have two. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I specifically prepped for Hale looking at the bookshelf. Um, I was no, getting there. <laughs> no, but uh, awesome. So you grab the books, shove them in your bag, kind of glance over your shoulder at Hale. Um. Uh, Hale and Eden looming over. You see the compartment. It looks like it had been moved and touched. Like the half elf that was there had definitely moved, touched, triggered it in some way. So it's very easily like you're very easily able to open and like move that piece uh, to reveal the contents underneath. You see um, a number of things. You see three separate kind of coin purses or pouches. Um, you see a vial with this layered kind of brown and silver and gray look to it and then the last thing you see underneath the those four things because yeah those four things is just a solid black leather uh book how do we feel about theft um let's um well if they belong to that guy he's kind of dead and aren't we supposed to get stuff for what's their birth Umber. I can that say one. with fair amount of confidence that this guy did not expect this to be in here. Well, actually, you know what? Give me a moment. And Fanar's going to go forward to where the body is. And she's going to reach in her bag for a second. And she's going to be like, you know, I, I haven't really tried this before, but... If we had an opportunity to talk to this individual and find out how things became like they are, would you guys want to question him? That could be really cool. As Eden is, as Eden is reaching sneakily to grab the book. Slap now, Fanar is going to examine the body. I want to know, DM, how long has this person been like dead um, for what i'm trying to attempt okay um 
Hang on. What are you trying to attempt? That would be. I'm a trying person. to attempt uh, spare the dying, where it should for any uh, creature that's dead zero gotcha. hit points, make it stable, stable, and then I would heal in order to make him conscious. That's a good question. Because um, it doesn't. You really know what? Roll state... a roll a d100 for me. All right. Eden is reaching again. Okay, that oh is a fifty. <laughs> a fifty. Okay. Eddie will remember this. Uh, my good old Senate 51 from back in back in the day. So I have a general rule where if I don't make a like if I don't have a set ruling on something, I make you roll a D100. If it's a 51 or higher, it happens. If it's 50 a 50 or lower, it doesn't happen. So with a 50, he is dead dead. Uh, so after Fanara basically looks at his body and kind of like lifting up his arm and and checking his you know where his pulse would be, she's like. Well, you know what? I don't. Unfortunately, I, I guess I can't really do what I was gonna attempt to do. Maybe another time. It's the, the, oh my god, that's that. Yeah, and that's probably okay. Look at that thing over there. Eden reaches for the book again. I slap her hand again. <laughs> right. The, yeah, the problem fun. is I can't even give make you guys do sleight of hand because your passives are just. <laughs> they equal out. It's uh, not even. Perrin, Perrin looks at Fenara and goes, "What?" Well, um, You've done exactly what you thought you were going to do, and and the, it's the thought that counts. You you made the attempt. That's important. Um, yeah, I'll uh, talk to you about that later, actually. Uh, uh, where? Okay. And he just kind of like looks around. Have we? Is he not back yet? And and Perrin's going to go outside of the warehouse and look up and down the street and look for art because he should have been here by now yeah. uh, after repairing the roof of the inn. Yeah, Art, um, you look around really quickly. Art, do you want to describe what, what Parent sees as he yeah, as he's no. walking out? Come on, you should know they're sent by now. Come on, we gotta go. No, no, not that way, not, come, come. Okay, I know, I, we've trained you for this. We know, you, you have a good sense of smell. We know that you can follow the trail. No, not the food. <sighs> okay, all right. Let's try this again. There's, they're, they're not far. We know they went to the warehouse. Come on, you, you, we know it's over this way. The food's here. I'll give you the food after. Now, come on, let's go. And Perrin just kind of like stands, leans up against the warehouse, and just watches him with a smile on his face. Doesn't say anything. Art is far too distracted with trying to train the skunk to track and search to even notice the onlooker. Quietly to himself, Perrin begins to just sing. There it is again, that funny feeling. That funny feeling. Hey, what do you say? We were overdue. Well, why didn't you say so over then? Soon. All go, right, go now that you're here, I okay. I he like stops him in his tracks. It's um, you need to be prepared. All right, um, there's there is uh, a little bit of uh, aftermath in there, some 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 violent aftermath. Oh, did anyone die? Yes, actually, my sister happened to kill someone, which was oh. very interesting for me. 
Well, that's uh that's that's interesting indeed. Uh <laughs> did we find what we're looking for? He didn't like someone's arm off. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, and, and then just like shaking his head as if like art art is just brushing this off and Perrin is like <laughs> so like okay interested um there were um a couple of people that managed to get away only because they they knew what they were up against we we kind of you know shook them up a bit um but the rest of us were inside uh, taking a look around trying to find this the things that umber have sent us for come on in um i'll show you and oh. Perrin like walks them back into the office of the okay, warehouse. Come to a car. I feel like by the time they walk in, like Hale and Eden are like doing the full on like slapping thing because Eden is now trying to get really fast about it, like because it's a game to her now. I did want to do one last thing. Um I like Fanara still remembers that red stuff that jumped into her brother. Mm-hmm. She's trying to skim um the like any of the shelves or any of the book like to try to see if there's anything that might hint at you know its source or like if there's anything like as far as paperwork or something like that because she wants to know what that was go ahead and give me an investigation check okay oh okay um that's a 16 a 16 um you don't see anything that catches your eye until you get behind the desk by where Hale and Eden are currently sitting. Um, in or on the on the desk itself, there's blood, and you take a minute and you're like, "Huh?" And then, like between what you were saying and like looking at the body, and like when Hale looked at the body and like the, where the darts placement are, they're there's no way that blood would have spattered in that direction from a dart that was like that. Like there was, there shouldn't have been any splash. Um, so this is definitely abnormal to you. For Nara, after seeing that she's going to take out her herbalism kit, she's going to um, take a tool to kind of scrape some of the blood to put it into an empty vial and um, close it up. Cause she wants to try to see if she can figure out, what that substance is as you go to scoop it up you notice that it isn't like blood you would like dab it and it would absorb this you can physically like pick up and has almost like a gooey gooey bounciness to it right it's kind of elasticy and it's it's only like you get like a couple like maybe like a little string yeah it's sticky it's not quite acidic like it's not burning your tools or implements anyway but you're able to scoop it up put it into your a little vial and store it back with your herbalism kit what on earth is that uh, that's a bruise from where Kaiden keeps hitting me in the hand oh no 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 uh, that 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 sticky substance you were oh, playing with oh there. oh me that? oh i thought you were talking to th- oh um that's what I'm trying to figure out. So you weren't here for all the action, but um, during uh, the fight, there was this this red thing that jumped out of somebody's mouth into my brother's. And that was very concerning because he, he seems normal, but the thing didn't come out of him yet. Um, so I'm trying to figure out the source. I, this looks a little suspicious because it doesn't make any sense for the blood blood to have gotten over here. So I think that maybe 
I don't know. The two may be connected. I'm trying to, wheels are turning in my head, and I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it, because I know it's something we can figure out. So but it's something. To, it's something. I just can't. Fig- you're trying to figure out how to get the sticky thing out of your brother's face. Exactly. Um, or it, if this is not the same said sticky thing, maybe it'll indicate, well, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a connection between the two. DM, does the description of this sticky substance ring any bells for me? Uh, go ahead and make a nature <laughs> check for me. I'm not sorry. Is that a... Okay, couldn't Design. quite tell if that was an eight or a zero. Uh, so that was nature, you say? Yes, please. That'll be a 21. Yeah. Um, okay. So you are able to identify it. Um, you're not quite. Fuck it. Yeah. No. Um, this is an ooze, um, or at least the remnants of an ooze. Um, by the coloration and the fact that it's not physically burning the implements, like the mundane implements that you guys are using, uh, this is referred to something that is known to as an ooblex. Ooblex, you said? Yes, O-B-L-E-X. Let me see that. Let me see that vial real quick. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna, no worries. I'm going to take it out of her hand and I'm going to... Is it does, is that like a stopper in it or is it just an open vial? That, oh, I, I had put a stopper, but she would have taken the stopper off of the um, vial and then handed it to you. I'm going to take a little sniff of it and just Be see careful. if that... You know, Be careful. Hmm. And uh, I'm going to go into one of my pockets and uh, find something that could fit into the vial, like a little twig or something like that. I'm going to dip it in there, kind of examine what it does to the twig. Don't don't put that in your mouth. Based on your description and based on the aroma and the, the taste qualities of this... It's clearly some sort of an ooze. I, I, I can't say for sure, but b- based on the coloration and how you described it and the, ugh, that that flavor, uh, I, I think based on my research, it might be an ooplex. What the heck is it? Um, uh, what? It, it's a an ooze of some sort. Um, that's, is this that's thing re- deadly? Oh no, Perrin. What? I'm too young for you to die. Well, I, I'm and she's gonna, gonna grab. Die. She's gonna grab Baron's shoulders. Oh, goodness. I... Apparently, uh, 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 you 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 just have voices in your face. And Eden is giggling to herself. Please, please, Art, tell me how long does he have? Here, here. Uh, well, uh, I, I I don't think. Uh, well, hang on. Before I speak out of turn, do I know if uh, <laughs> this is gonna be something that's deadly to Perrin? I would say since you weren't there to physically see what happened, one, two, like, you were still real. Like, while you know what an, an of an ooblick, you don't quite know every, like, figuring out everything else that revolves around it um, would require a, a little bit additional research. So you're, mm. this circumstance, you're not 100% sure. Okay, so y- y- you said that he, he consumed it? It, it, went, it went inside him? Exactly. I didn't consume anything. Don't. Uh, they're, they're, well, it went but down it, into okay. your, uh, your mouth it def- and your throat. It, 
it yeah. definitely went down your throat. Yes, no, you see, no, Eden, no, Eden agrees nothing. with me. We okay, saw okay, it with okay. our so, eyes. So then, so then, here, let me let's see. Uh, I'm gonna dig through uh, my pockets, and I'm going to go through one that's uh, one of the pockets that happened to have some of the slop of the food from earlier, and pull out uh, what appears to be a particularly. Um, well, as soon as it gets close to Perrin's nose, a very rank sock. And, uh, however, the, uh, the odor seems to have, uh, become, uh, stronger as Art gives a quick little blow on it, and it just sort of gives out this little poof right in your face, and, uh, is hopefully gonna trigger a, uh, a nauseating reaction. <laughs> uh, question, does all of this activity distract yeah. Hale enough for Eden to grab the book? <laughs> you know what you know what i'm uh, going this, to make well, hail make a concentration check please oh at, at this point what i'm i'm not paying attention to any of this if, I, I was i said if, at one point i have the book in my hand as well if, if we're not oh, sure okay. what you ate it's it's best to just expel it out of your body and you can be sure to, she's still trying to grab it then she's absolutely still like occasionally like when she <gasps> thinks he's not looking she's like <laughs> yeah, that's it get it out like like how when i was sick and I threw up in 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 the end. Exactly. Yeah, get it all out of your system. Uh, Here, if, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, maybe maybe a, a, a slight uh, acceleration of force might exist with this. Hang on, and I'm gonna go onto my back, and I'm gonna grab a my uh, cast iron skillet, and I'm gonna give Perrin a nice little whop on the buttocks to try and see if that. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Perrin. As this event of trying to force whatever you don't have inside your body is uh, happening, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw for me, please. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Renee. I come right on stream and instantly just try to make you up, Chuck. That's fine. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a trend with the with the siblings, obviously. It's it's how we do. Um, so intelligence saving throw. That's a three. Oh. You're muted. I am. Um, as you, I'm trying. I'm trying not to click clack on my keyboard while I'm looking at things. Um, you immediately feel this urge <sighs> to run upstairs. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. All right. Oh, I need just. Can I get some room, please? All right, all right. Oh, oh, okay. And yes. as as they give me room, I bolt out the door. Bonara's oh. gonna run after it. Perrin! No! What are you? Nope. And she's what? just like running towards yep. that direction. You, yep. you haven't finished expelling yet, wait! She's got she's got ten feet on me, so she's gonna catch me no problem, but like I'm oh I'm yeah, y'all so y'all are probably gonna get way ahead of me. No, Art, you can keep up because you got 30 feet. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. I have and Perrin's only a halfling, so he's, like, running, and it's, like, the point <laughs> where, like... But, no, you make it to, like, the stairs as Thanara, you're able to judge where he's heading and, like, cut him off. Art, you, you get behind and, like, are able to kind of, like, do the whole, like, kind of trying to get him not to dodge. Um, Perrin, still, you're upstairs. You got to get upstairs. Um... Where are you heading to? I try and go through her legs. Um, it, it's not, we don't know if it's, we haven't even searched this area. We don't know if it's, get off of my dress. Get, 
uh, as per halfling nimbleness, I can move through uh, the space of any creature larger than me, uh, which is everyone except for Art. Uh, so I can, I'm going to just duck through her legs uh, and just go up the stairs. Can I try um, to do a sleight of hand to grab his vest? Uh, yeah, I'd say um, athletics to try to grab him. And then okay. Perrin, athletics, acrobatics to try to get out. Yep, 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 yep. Um, while they're rolling, um, we're going to transition to Eden and Hale. Uh, are you guys, you're, you're just. Yeah. That, well, uh, at this no, point, I'm like, just... no. Yeah. <laughs> one of them's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. The other one, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Hale has the book now, but yeah. Eden is then still, like, is now basically, like, perched over his shoulder and is just watching to see if he'll open the book. Yeah, it's open. Like, that whole time, <laughs> assuming it wasn't poisoned or trapped or whatever, that whole time I was reading through this book, I, I never looked up. Okay. Except yeah, to so slap you, your hand you, away. You, you're sitting there reading, and then eventually, like after they all run out, like you just feel the presence of Eden move over your shoulder as she is now watching. What? And then, for some reason, I will start reading aloud. What languages do the two of you know? Oh, fun. This is important. Uh, common, draconic, elvish. Or if you want to attempt to athletics as well, or if you had something attempt else. Attempt to what? Want. Oh, I thought you were going to attempt to Greg Perrin. Oh, I, I I had something specific in mind actually. Okay. Give me a second. Let me resolve uh, this, yep. and we'll come back to you. Yep. Yep. Uh, common, druidic, elvish, sylvan, and primordial. All right. And hail. Uh, common, draconic, elvish, halfling, sylvan, and whatever I want, depending on if I need it. If I don't understand it, I'll just cast comprehend language. All right. Yeah, it would require you don't understand it, so you can cast comprehend language. Um, and then I'll just read it out loud. Yeah, I feel like that's probably provoked by Eden pointing, going, what does that say? Over and over as you start to read out loud. <laughs> so, you notice within this book, um, Comprehend Languages allows you to know what language it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. It does? Yeah. Okay. So you uh, know that this is deep speech. Yeah, um, I understand the literal meaning of any... Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, I, I may understand any written language that I can see, but must be touching the surface on which the words are written. Cool. All right, so as you start to kind of like follow the letters, um, this is deep speech. Uh, and what you're finding is that there are columns and that there are name after name after name on the far column um, with a single monetary value, some very small and insignificant, um, you know, a couple dozen gold, some hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands. Um, but going down in a list, name, price, and then as it looks like the dates at the top are getting closer and closer to the current date, some of the prices, like the prices begin to shift and lower, depending. Um, and then at the end of it, you see a column marked location. Uh, and the ones that stand out to you, you see a sanctuary on a large majority of these. Um, you also see some that denote Shymore, Davenport, and Morlock. Um, and then there are a few spattering in other places in Central Cantor as well, but those are the four major ones um, that, that do stick I, out. Do I get any indication? Is there any indication in the book as to what... Are, are, are there names of places and, and people? Yeah, so the, the far left column is specifically people, and then, like, from in between the left and the far right column is all just denote uh, denoting monetary values for that person. Um, and then on the far right is lo the location. 
and some of them have the original location scratched out and a new location put in um but do i ever see the same name twice no okay well that's a really boring story yeah it's not a story well it's a story but it's stupid okay Close oh wait door. is that what we're looking for I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Here, take these I... coins. Okay. Put them in there. How many do you give me? Three. There's there's three in there, I think. There's, <laughs> there's three bags of coins, yeah. I'll, three bags? The there's, three, there? there's three separate bags of coins, and then a vial that contains layered uh, brown, and then silver, and then gray. Yeah, Eden does I'll not care that. about... The... Yeah, Eden just opens the bag. How, how many bags? Is it so many that I'd have to sit there and count it? It would be, yeah. yeah. Okay, she just takes them and, like, puts them under her cloak and ties them there. And it's just, like, for a moment, like, when she has them, she's, like, kind of bouncing around the office because she jingles. Jingles now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we should go find the others. They really seem like they're having some family issues or something, so... That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I get really excited when I meet new people and stuff, because don't meet a whole lot of them. But you're all pretty cool, I guess. The it's others just seem bar. to... They just seem to vomit a whole lot. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing. It's a family uh, trip. Let's go. Okay. Uh, bouncing back. Art, there was something you wanted to do. To, In an attempt to try to... Uh, slow down our rather slippery friend i was going to try to create a rather slippery situation by pulling a stick of butter out of my pocket oh <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> and uh rubbing it between my hands and then spreading it out into a pile of grease on the floor <laughs> all right i hate yeah. you thank you all right so uh finara and perrin how do we do on our acrobatics athletics rolls well, I have a negative one to my athletics, mm -hmm. but I did roll 14, so that makes it 13. Uh, and I have a plus four to my acrobatics, and so I rolled a 20. All right. So you managed to slip through. However, as you start up the stairs, you feel your feet start to come out from under you slightly. I believe it's a dexterity saving throw. It's a dex save, yeah. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. As the grease from art now is all over the floor... Um, are you leaving Fanara out of the casting of it, or is Fanara within the casting of it? Uh, how close are Fanara and Venge to each other? Uh, I, I would. Mean, we're pretty close. Yeah, they're pretty. It's close. fine. Yeah, I, I, I it's, don't it's, think it's like. It's fine. <laughs> honestly, in, in in all honesty, I I probably did it in such a haphazard fashion that it probably got me too. All right. Then okay, so it's dexterity for both of us. Dexterity saving okay. throw. Yes, please. Okay, I got a fourteen. Yeah, you're good. Natural twenty for twenty-four. Oh cool. my so, gosh. Somehow we all managed to succeed that. <laughs> Just uh, like Perrin rushes up through the grease up the stairs and goes to where the loft is. Okay. So you get upstairs and you turn and the first thing you notice <sighs> the first door at the top of the stairs open, the room is completely ransacked, but your mind is telling you to to keep moving, to keep following the um the railing and you go and you get to the third door mm -hmm. and you just stop at no sense of direction no sense of like you're back to, to your back to parent 
and he stops and like it's that moment of like uh you hear you like hear his footsteps go doo, 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 and then all of a sudden just like stop dead name it and parent and she's like trying to like because she's she succeeded but not as great as obviously her brother so she's trying to lift up her dress so she can try to like trek up with her like stepping in this buttery ooze that uh <laughs> with that basically art put down she's gonna turn behind to look at art you know my grandpa al does something similar he, he likes to pull pranks you guys would get along and she keeps going up the stairs as she's trying to go towards where Perrin went. So, uh, and to, to that same note, Art, uh, apparently succeeding getting through the grease as well, uh, was full sprint, uh, behind Perrin trying to catch up to him. Uh, however, it seems that our, uh, act of grace after getting out of the grease was not so good. So if Perrin is stopped in front of Art, uh, there might be a collision ensued. Yeah, you come barreling out, um, Kaiden and Eden. You're walking out of the office at this point to hear above you the, thum, 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 and then you kind of turn the corner and you watch, and you just barely catch a blur of blue and green barreling up the stairs through this pile of grease on the floor. Um, you hear another like smack and then like another two body like thud thud as two bodies fall to the ground. Um, and then another kind of set of footsteps oh. as Fenar is kind of getting there as well <gasps> above you guys. Damn it. Art. Oh, goodness. Sorry, I still had some on my feet. Oh, that's. <sighs> well, you, you can't blame Art for that because you went running rushing through here and we were just concerned about your well-being and what you're acting so straight I, what's uh, going on with you uh, guys are you okay up there or we're, we we're fine we're, we're fine eden uh, it's it's fine um and uh to be determined eden to be determined they said they're trying how, to figure how, out how, if they're okay is it how, how, how are you? Is is, 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 is anything is is anything broken? Do you, do you have a fever or anything? But we still haven't finished with the expelling. We wasn't sure how you're feeling. Uh, here, here, let me let me, let me let me check. Do you have your reflexes? And I'm gonna take out my hammer and just goop on the knee. And Perrin, like as as Perrin gets hit in the knee, Perrin's arm comes up and slaps hard across the face. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So everything's in proper order. Uh, you know that everything's hinged properly. And he just like pauses for a second and then looks at the door. I think we need to go in here. How do you know? We've never been here before. How do you? I am just inclined to go into this room right here. And he just kind of puts his hand on the doorknob. It, I, 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 one, one, one second. One second, just hold my hand for a second, and you then you can oh, we'll open it together. Okay, how Back about that? Booby traps. He and he holds he holds yeah. her hand and then opens the door. She's doing emboldening bond on the two of them because she doesn't trust said situation of okay. the opening of the door. All right, you open the door. Uh, in it, there's a little bit of you have to push a little. And then you hear the grinding of 
a chair or a desk as the door slowly swings open with a little bit of pressure that you give to it. Um, the room, pretty standard, a single bed, um, like twin size bed on the far side underneath the window. Um, cause the walls go straight up to the ceiling on other side. Um, Underneath the window, a small desk, the chair now pushed in front of, or off to the left as you're entering. Um, what is your passive perception? <laughs> is it both My. of us since we're both technically there? Uh, just parents since he's the okay. first one going in. Parents' passive answer. perception is 12. <laughs> Listen, I know Fenaris is high enough. I don't need I don't need you to tell me how what, Listen, what Fenaris I'm trying is. to help my brother out, okay? What is what is Fenaris passive perception? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, I see um, everything. I see all. Oh. So Perrin, you don't notice this, but Finn, as you kind of glance in over your brother's shoulder, he takes a step into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you see underneath the bed uh, a small girl clutching some sort of toy and you hear the word D -d daddy and that's where we're going to call it for tonight oh, <laughs> oh you take yeah, a note from, uh, so taking a note from that somebody button. I know. <laughs> uh, 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 who? I don't know. Um, but yeah, thank you all for joining. We're going to go around really quick. As I finish up, or as we do put the finishing touches on the giveaway, please, um, the word barefoot, all lowercase, because at some point that branding will stick with this party. Uh, once Ronan, uh, once Professor Hale lame. gets gets his act together, um, or their act together. Uh, but yeah, let's start with Eden. Taryn, do your, do your thing. Perform your show. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, Taryn Hackett, also known as Valrook across the so socials. Uh, I am a generally creative human TTRPG performer and GM over on the Initiative Order, where I GM every other Sunday as the keeper for a Cult Divinity Lost homebrew campaign, where I lead a group of lost souls through a sundering veil and destroy their realities. Yes, Ronan is one of those poor, unfortunate souls. Um, I am also every Monday on the initial order in Vault, a, the Fallout TTRPG that we have over there playing Miss Peggy Sue James, a gunslinger of sorts. Um, and then I am the creative behind Umbral Oculus Dice, proud sponsor uh, for the stream. Just throwing that out there. Um, UO underscore dice on the instagram link in bio for merch shop and other things i do have a shop update coming soon and i have dice in stock now that are druid themed i'm just throwing that out there um but yeah that's that's me and what to do uh, hi guys um i'm brianna also as many of you guys know me as utahime i'm a cosplayer and streamer and ttrpg lover and performer um and uh you can catch me on the socials of the medias to see what i'm up to uh, at utahime cosplay on facebook instagram here on twitch um where i occasionally stream a variety of games i should be technically streaming tomorrow 
Please stay tuned for that. And Brianna DeCosta on Twitter. You can also catch me on the Initiative Order on Monday evenings at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time for Vault, the uh, Fallout TTRPG, where I play Ash, the super mutant. And then um, you can catch me over on that underscore D'Angelo's channel um, for Tayar. It's a political drama full of scandals. Uh, lots of fun stuff over there. Um, that's at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time for Tayar. And then uh, there's going to be a new campaign that starts on October 8th on Creators Assemble's channel. And um, that's going to be at 6.30 Pacific time every other Friday. And that's Agents of Nyx. And um, it also, too, stars uh, another person who probably will be joining this band of chaotic misfits. Uh, certain casual Campbell saying so stay tuned he's also not barefoot though so like uh, that is I, true uh, he's got to get we gotta we gotta get we, we'll fix that we gotta get the branding before he, <laughs> he, he joins um, there is a rust spell right yeah oh, but what? not when you're wearing leather boots unfortunately oh are they leather uh, dang it yeah running shows i mean well. leather is not acid proof and this is true. It's true. I'm just saying, I'm sure I could do something about it. And by something about it, I could totally turn into a wolf and just chew their shoes off. <laughs> I mean, I could also just buy a new pair. Like, I don't, I don't Yeah, do shoes that? are not That's expensive. <laughs> you can buy. Oh, All right, wrote it. <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm Ronan. You can find me at Ronan Fox on all the socials. I am a world builder, writer, TTRPG performer. Uh, you can find me on the Far Realms on TIO uh, every other Sunday. If I'm here, uh, I am helping write uh, some information for Tayar, um, consulting with other projects. Uh, and I'm starting back Twitch. Uh, that'll be next uh, week from today. Uh, that'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern, and I will be world building my novel slash campaign setting of Valandrica, which is a very expansive project that I've undertaken and enjoy it thoroughly. So join me. Also, the self-proclaimed king of West Virginia. So that's a given. I, yeah, I, that's I, a, you that's need a to you need to crown. you need to continue to throw that out there because eventually, okay. eventually it will happen. Um, yeah, but that crown is made out of Mountain Dew cans. <laughs> oh, that's oh, gosh. fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mountain Dew, Coming our little Texas. green hype goblin, uh, Eddie. Hi everyone, I'm Eddie, otherwise known as the Discount Bard. You can follow me on all my various adventures at Discount Bard on all the social medias. I'm a TTRPG performer, voice artist, actor, streamer, and real-life jack-of-all-trades full-time silly person. Uh, you can find me normally on my own channel streaming uh, video game content. I'm actually preparing for some special Halloween content coming up in October. All kinds of spooky games. So if you enjoy people uh, getting the crap scared out of them, it's a good opportunity to have some fun there. Otherwise, when you don't see me there, you can find me hanging out on channels like this one. I'm also on uh, Tyar as well on alternating Wednesdays at 5 p.m. over at that D'Angelo, uh, where I get to take part in the political intrigue escapades as well. I also am uh, slowly but surely working my way towards becoming an aspiring DM, which I've talked about for a long time, but I'm in the process of hopefully making that actually come to fruition in the not-too-distant future. I also enjoy cooking. I'll, I'll have a cooking stream that's going to be I, on the books pretty soon, too. I was about to say, give us more cooking streams, Eddie. Oh, it's on the way, I promise. I want to see Eddie in an apron. I uh, love the cooking streams so much. And it's going to be even better this time. And last, but certainly not least. No. Renee. Not least. Our little, little half Lombard. 
Hello everyone, my name is Renee Beauregard. You can find me at Dragon Rock RPG Design on Instagram and at Dragon Rock RPG on Twitter, where me and my friend Daniel Lieberman we make 5e things for D&D. Soon enough, we're going to be uh, releasing our Warlocks, which are coming soon to uh, a channel near you, likely on to DM's Guild. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, we're also going to be working on a uh, Mythical Melee, which will happen on October 23rd where you will see comic book characters go one-on-one -on -one who will never met before. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Um, please come and check us out on the initiative order. Uh, please come check us out here. Don't forget to enter barefoot in the chat so that you can potentially win yourself a D20 from Umbral, Umbral Oculus Dice. And uh, don't forget, we'll be here two weeks time. Check us out. Speaking Miss of which, Renee is the one that helped me name, you know, my whole dice brand. So it's true. Makes I did. And also, He's really, the one he is really good with names. Way too much talent to this stream with that. Yeah, instrument. I, I legit am like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, amazing. Um, and I'm actually going to, I'm going to close this out. I'm going to close, close, closing entries. Let's pick our winner. All right. We got 16 people in here. Let's hear our drum roll, please, or loop roll, please. Hey! hey! Our halfling bard himself. Um, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Renee. DM well, I already have your address, so we're good. Um, I will be sending you this I you beautiful live. I do know what you mean. I'll send you this beautiful umbral oculus die that wants to Ready. eat the background. Uh, oh. it's got some it's got some beautiful little like flowers and stuff in there i don't know how i don't it. know how the person that does umbra oculus um does it but like they must be super Stress. amazing um Magic. and like probably um Magic. yeah but yeah i made a i made a pact with made a pact myself with, the with myself eldritch. oh yeah because yeah eldritch yeah. bank um and i'm your friendly right. internet dungeon master logan hanley you can find me here um and all the socials and all that stuff uh, thank you for joining us on this yes. Ecarium Expedition. <laughs> and we'll see you in two weeks on September, no, October 12th. <laughs> and we will find out if Perrin is not the father. We're going to oh. raid. We're going to raid our friend Coral. Y'all have a good night, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, you guys.